Hello everybody and welcome to Clip It, the greatest podcast on Twitch without a... Thank you very much for the uh, beautiful, thank you very much for the four months in loop, very much appreciated. I don't have alerts on webcam. Wow. But no, welcome to the only tw- uh, podcast on Twitch without a sponsor yet. So this is surprising. Um, we might get a sponsor next month. Uh, I, I've got an idea of what it could be, but you never know. Today, we've got some weird subjects. Um, should be just a fun chat, basically. Something to just, you know, sit back, relax, and enjoy just listening to, like, a conversation you're involved in. Oh, look at that, updated. Um, for those who weren't here in my stream earlier today, I do have a new light. So we've got a nice, beautiful, uh, nice, beautiful glow on the face. As always, we are joined here with the co-host and one special guest today. We are missing one co-host, I may add, by the way. He will be back very soon, though, which he's taking some time off. Um, we all love him and we will support them. So, yeah, as always, let's get into this and introduce the rest of the crew. Everybody, why did that activate that? Anyway, um, thank you very much, Greenleaf, for that. That was very much appreciated. Four months, fucking four months already. Insane. Um, time flies when uh, when it flies. It does fly when it flies. Um, time flies when you can't leave the house. But that was a great saying. Great mythical evening. Uh, I wish I timed that better. I wish that was timed better, but still worked well. Anyway, we are joined here by our two wonderful co-hosts, Agent Oink. What's up, gamers? And delicious. Hey, yo. And our wonderful guest. And I haven't explained anything to Grinloop yet because he hasn't been on the new podcast or the new format. No. Um, I was quite surprised. Yeah, so this is the, the new look of it. It's, it's slightly different, but it's more fitting the, the, the style of the channel now. So. Quite nice. I appreciate that. We do have the wonderful donation by Panda. Phelan is a hoe for five dollars, um, <laughs> so that was appreciated. But to the wrong side. fuck. Um, but how are we all doing today? Yeah, I'm good. Yeah, Mike. not half bad. That's good to hear. And uh, yeah, as mentioned in the intro, we do have some interesting topics. I wanted to um, have the great topic of debate, which I've heard a lot about, and that is how you wipe your bottom um we're gonna try and avoid the word arse oh i'm joking um i I was saying to delicious before i started the stream i couldn't have made it more of a british title how Uh, does one engage in the process of cleaning oneself's buttocks after using paper Uh, while using paper sorry i i completely fucked that one up i must say i am i'm quite uh quite on the alcohol but never mind Oh, hello, Evan. Pogs, champs. You're not using the right Pogs, boys. Um, I just wanted to say, the reason I brought this up is something I learned not too long ago um, was in a Tomscar content video, um, and they brought up basically the same debate of do you sit or stand when you wipe? And I didn't know this was a debate. Most people <laughs> don't before they first discover it, yeah. It was... I've seen this debate uh, in a few videos recently. Yeah, and it really genuinely surprised me. I was like, what the actual fuck? Okay. If we're going to go about this, I think we should go... Every single person should answer sit or stand, and then we discuss. Okay. Oh, so if, if you want to go first, Charles. Um, either. <laughs> okay. 
right? I, I am what I'm going to define as sitting. I don't stand up. I don't stay <laughs> sat on the seat. I just like lift off the seat slightly. So it's not really sitting, but it's not. It's definitely not standing. I wouldn't stand up. No. So, yeah, well, I think, I think it's more like squat or lean. Yeah, like I squat That's over. That's I've tried it for honestly. I, I lean. Lean, okay. Well, and apparently so... failing just doesn't wipe. So... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um... uses a bidet. You don't have to answer if you don't I want mean, to. Bidets yeah, I better. do. I'd love a bidet. I've never the used thing, a bidet. It's weird. It's one of those things I I've done so many times, but I can't, like, I can't picture it. I need to be doing it. <laughs> I'd be worried if you said I've only done it a couple of times. <laughs> uh, no, you, okay, so I just wanted to go, uh, we'll, we'll talk about this more when we just... a little bit of a lift, but it's, yeah. it's definitely a lot closer to sitting. Yeah, yeah. I okay, so I... I think it's a lift, but I don't know. Let me just go into more detail. So, okay, yeah, so we've all given our point of view of a majority of us sit, then. Um, or, or like just slightly lean over. Yeah, I, I would sort of like like to describe it. I am sat on the toilet, like completely sat. I would then shift my weight forward and sort of lift off the seat, but I'm definitely not standing. If that yeah. makes sense. Yeah. It's more like a lean forward and a, a sort of slight raise. That's fair. Mm -hmm. Like a quarter squat. Okay. Yeah. So now there are. I'm not even going to go into the genuine benefits. Of this um. So. It's just a weird debate because if we had someone here who was just an avid stander, they'd be like, what the actual fuck? And the reason I know that is because I was one of them. Before I... Like, you converted. Yes. I <laughs> genuinely... every I used to just stand. Um, And then I heard about this debate and I was like, hmm. And now I just do either. It really depends on the mood. I'm kind of getting more into like, you know, the sit or slightly lean because it is just easier. When you say stand, oh god, how how like how stood? Yeah, this is a question. How vertical? Like like full how on? Straight. Like yeah, full on stand. I'd say. Weird. Yeah, I don't do it anymore. But how do you, how does it even work? I don't even want to get into that detail. Couldn't just like but smush. Smushy de smush. Yeah. I'm gonna smush it everywhere. I, I, but the, it, the, the, when I heard about the debate, it really brought up of. It must be the way you're taught or told. Taught. Yeah, taught. <laughs> okay. Someone's giving no. demonstration. <laughs> okay. So if you're okay, Jesus. I'm going yeah, off what I, they I, said. I would vouch that most people aren't really taught. You don't to stand watch or a YouTube video on how to fucking. Um, <laughs> so it's it's one of these things actually. That that comes up is I think it really depends on on your mental development. As you grow up, you will sort of do things that you're not strictly taught. Um, often in, involving more private things like going to the toilet or or other things that you may do involving your genitals. And generally, disgusting. you kind of get your own way of doing those. And I think it's kind of just potluck where you end up going. I think it's it's like how um several different cultures can develop the same like. Hand, yeah. painting of hands on walls mm. despite the fact they're a planet apart it's just kind of like instinct yeah you, you kind of teach yourself kind of thing I like yeah. that thought, yeah I can't imagine like standing up fully straight no. that just sounds weird no, it just seems like difficult it, 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 the smush and everything just mm. 
It's like this is this I've, is. I've, I'm, if I'm on X Factor, I've hit the red button. Yes, you very much have. Especially like, if you've got if, if if it's hairy, you know. This this like it kind of it kind of um kind of fits into the same one of obviously I feel like I know what all of your answers are going to be, but when you go to the toilet for a pee, do you sit or stand? Avid sitter. Okay, never mind. Yeah, so I, I knew that because that's that's come up before with Kane. Yeah. Um, yeah. It probably has. I just can't remember. So, it depends just, for me. Like ninety percent. Starting to realise I was meant to drink before this podcast. <laughs> 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 it's kind of uh, why the fact that we talk about peas reminded you of drinking. No, oh. I just think I need a good strong drink to get through this. <laughs> oh, yeah, okay. I'm quite sure that's what was coming across. Yeah, but... no, never mind. Thanks, Charles. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I no, I, Charles I has been the one most like disgusted by the avid descriptions of how one cleans themselves after <laughs> going to the toilet, despite setting that topic. Yep. Yeah. I thought it would be funny, honestly. I mean, it's, it's good. Yeah. I, I mostly stand. Like, 90% of the time I will stand, sometimes I will sit. Especially if it's in a place I don't know, or like oh, it's then really I'd dark. Oh, then I especially stand. I don't want to go anywhere oh. near. I don't even want to sit down. Like okay, if I so hold it, I will. I won't do that in a non-familiar place. I'm the same as I, I have neuron degenerative reasons why that's not possible. <laughs> I, 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 genetics. I am the same as Alfie, but for so it's very specific. I stand ninety percent of the time. The only reason I sit is because there's one place where, um, I don't know if I should get, okay, yeah, my girlfriends, they prefer, like, I was told that they, that, um, they prefer men to sit because of when workers come over, like, you know, construction workers, they tend to make a mess, or can make a mess, so they just tell people to sit down when they go to the toilet. Um, so I just you, followed you can that trait. People I mean, that like all you want. And yeah, I know. It's not I know. To it's never going to make a difference. But I just stuck to that, and it's 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 just stayed. And <laughs> Charles, yeah. the one person that works for and yep. continues to work for. Um, this, this is something that I've I've wondered for a long time, right? And I've, I think I've I think I've had discussions in private with Phelan about this, which oh god, maybe you shouldn't have prefaced what I'm about to say with that. But. <laughs> <laughs> Do, do you do you guys find it hard to aim your cock? Yes. Yeah. No. At times. Wait, hang on. I think I think okay. I'll have the conversation. Yeah. The only time I'll say is when, oh, you know, if we're going all the way, when you've not properly like uncurled, so like the first second doesn't go where you expect it. Not even that. Like the first yeah. hundred milliseconds. That's, that's reasonable. Yeah. 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 That's no, it. Yeah. But then when everything's like uncurled and like unsheathed, it's fine. Yeah. Yeah. I. Think, I uh, for the longest time, I didn't really know what I was doing. I didn't know how to handle it properly. Right. So I was like, I was doing it very awkwardly Charles. and just like zero efficiency. Oh. So the first two, three seconds would be spray and I'd just spray and pray. And then once it's going, I was like, all right, now it's in the toilet. But now I don't have to worry about it. Actually, sit down. I've got a topic to talk about after this as well. Um, It goes on to it. But you know, I, I yeah. used to find it hard. I, I don't anymore, but I, I feel like it's the same as Kane. I just took I took my time to aim. To me, I must say, it is weird, yeah, because because I would definitely say that, like, like you say, Finn, especially if you like are bursting to go, like the first like second yeah. or so mm -hmm. as you get into to it can be a, a bit sort of iffy, but after that, like, it's very consistent, very easy to aim. It's like, um, uh, although I was, I was we were talking about this actually. What's your pee pressure? Because I have a very high pressure <laughs> pee. 
Even if I don't need to go that badly. See, yeah, I don't know how to measure pretty this. strong. Mine isn't. I mean, I'm, I'm, I, I'm, like, I'm obviously measuring it relative to mine. Hmm. Mm. But like, but I, I, well, obviously, I don't know what relative to yours is, but I don't know yeah. what like the metric is it? for measuring. If I, my if own... I was stood still, <laughs> I like where this is going. <laughs> So if I'm I stood still and I aimed at 50 feet in front of me, I would hit the target. Lack, for lack of a detail, I, I was aiming perfectly perpendicular to my body, you know, straight out in front of me. Okay. <laughs> I think that on like an average, you know, I'm not bursting, but I don't just need to go like an average P, yeah. I'd be aiming at, at like one and a half meters maybe to two. Yeah, no, I think that seems reasonable. Okay. No I idea. think mine wouldn't be anywhere near that. Yeah, I don't think mine would get that far. Um, also, when I, go, when I go to the bathroom mid podcast, inevitably, I'll, I'll let you know. Yeah. <laughs> Give um, us the update. I, did, I just want to just say, by the way, my girlfriend's is not the only place I sit when I go to the toilet. <laughs> Work is the other place. Sure the apostrophe S is very pronounced. Yes. There. Work is the other place. And this is for a legitimate reason. They have a frosted, like, um, it's oh, a frosted, glass, frosted window. glass window, but it's one of those ones that's got like texture to it. But it's it's because it's not it's a small little room. It's waist height at my like when I'm standing. Oh. I, just, I just don't feel safe. Yeah, no, so I'm like yeah, fuck. Yeah. It, I'm gonna sit down. <laughs> I can't risk I, it. I always thought my pressure was pretty like low, but uh, I don't really thought about. All that. I've been told is it's not. <laughs> <laughs> but. <laughs> on, on that aiming thing. Told, told by who, if I may inquire? Uh, Rosie. Okay. Did I mean okay, okay, let's not get into detail. It's just happened. Yep. We, we know we were drunk, that it's we were drunk walking home, and you know, drunk walking home. Sometimes you got to go. Right. I feel like just walking home, you got to go. And uh, but she she's a cleaner. Mm-hmm. She she has to clean the gents' toilets, and. Uh, from what she said, men are animals. Oh, no, yeah. no, that's something that's to understand how to pee. Metric no, no, so... being a cleaner without being there at the time of it happening. So I, I want to let Kane finish. Sorry, I want to say I okay. want to let Kane finish. But me and Alfie, I feel like Alfie's got the same point of me. It's well after. Um, we'll get into this after, so I won't go into too too much detail. But I genuinely don't understand men who just leave a mess. Yeah, yeah. I hate that. From what I've been told, like the things she's come across is like shit smeared I mean, everywhere, piss yeah, everywhere. I've seen bad stuff in, in male toilets. Oh, I don't have a metric of what women's toilets are like. I'm not in there regularly. Um, <laughs> regularly? Occasionally, you know, once a year, but already. Um, you just yeah, stop heard from people that are in women's toilets, they're not as bad. Um, but yeah, I've heard mixed things. Weird me because I can't imagine, like, you're going for a piss. You completely fluke your aim and get yeah. it everywhere. You wouldn't clean that up. I mean, like, what are you? Yeah, that's awful. Exactly, yeah. Like, worst thing happens, whoops, missed a bit. Just wipe it up afterwards. You gotta yeah. wash your hands. Mm. Well, I hope so. Fuck people who don't <laughs> wash their hands. That's a good <laughs> no, point. No. Based uh, on the world. It was the YouGov poll that, like, 70% of men in Britain don't oh. wash their hands after taking a pee yeah, in it's public. A, I was going to say in public. Yeah, that one's weird. And it's like... It's weird oh. anyway. Well, oh, it's, it's weird, weird at home, home yeah. It's even but... worse in public. I always. Like, if it's in their house, I don't have to touch them. Well, yeah, true. But that's that's just weird. Like, 
the only time I don't wash at home is if I haven't touched anything. And even then, I'll give myself at least a rinse. On my hands. Yeah. <laughs> just make sure it's all gone. Yeah, no, that's no, yeah, I, I, I just... genuinely don't understand. Like, I, I, I feel more pressure. Again, this is gonna sound awful, but I feel more pressure at work because there's, I'm the only male there. There's on a good, on a good, like when there's a full worker. I think there's eight of us, and everybody's female. So I feel like, uh I'm gonna get shouted at if. If I leave any mess. Oh yeah. man. Um, that, that reminds me of a story. Oh it's god. Just a short one. Uh, I'm intrigued. Ooh, actually, this will be for later on in the podcast. Uh, Phelan, did you tell Alfie what we're trying to get? Uh, or what you're trying to get for pregnant. me? <laughs> I didn't want to tell everyone yet, but here it is. No, what you're trying to get for me. Oh. Uh, punch my teeth? No. Oh, shambles. What trying to get for you? Mm, me game? My game? Me game? Me game? This came up because I was looking at old videos and I found an old video from five years ago of me. Oh! Yeah! Oh game. my god! Right, yeah. Um, basically, I was looking at old videos on like, one of my really old channels. I um, don't talk to Alfie about this, but okay. you context. Um, okay, so I, th this is, from my point of view, this is how this started. I found an old video from about five years ago on my old channel of me talking about a news, like, a channel update, but I had one of my old batch games in there with, like, misspellings on every single question because it was a quiz game. Mm -hmm. That's all you could really do with batch files, but, or at least all I could do. Um, and <laughs> Fenn was like, oh, wait, did you get, like, on or talking about your game, I may have an idea for you to get yours back. Um... And so he's emailed. When he says his game, by the way, he means one that he made. Oh, for my for uh, my college, college course, model, yeah. Which like I would it. argue was one of the best in the class. Um, yeah, well, he, I would he argue. Thinks so. It was. It was like argue. it was. It was the. It was the base of The Last of Us, like legitimately. Oh, I'm... <laughs> it was. <laughs> I had a stabbing mechanic. Yeah, you remember that? You remember that bit where Joel went schizophrenic temporarily? Yeah. No, <laughs> he turned into a square. I'm not necessarily going to call your game the bane, the the, the bane, game the best. Because <laughs> if I was going to rate everyone's game there, there would be like you know visuals, functionality, mechanics. Yeah. There'd be a lot of things, and yours would score less than others would on some of those. But in terms of ambition and visuals, yeah, yours was definitely the best. Alfie's was there's good. Alfie's was fun. Apart from the fact you got epilepsy. <laughs> I, I, miss, yeah. I miss your I, game so much. I still have that game. I, I love it. pretty much constructed to cause problems for people with a sense of epilepsy. Yeah, that was it. It certainly seemed like it. Mine had actual AI and things, but, you know. Mine did. Mine had the ability if you stabbed someone, the knife would stay in them, but it never worked. I remember working countless hours with Apple <laughs> trying to get it work. Have it until it's not AI. <laughs> yeah. uh, no, the AI walked around. That and... artificially intelligent knife. That's I don't. The thing, is, the thing is, I don't actually remember what state of the game I handed in. I only remember yeah. bits of it, like bits of yeah, the game I through development. Like one screenshot of your game in my mind. I remember Alfie helping yeah. me a lot, so he probably remembers the I, game. I, I, I remember a good a good amount of like moving around and yeah, such and I remember I the world over your shoulder a lot. And I don't know if there's any more worlds, but I genuinely can't remember the the, the like. If we do get it, I would just love to play it because I want to know what state I gave it to them at. Yeah. <laughs> 
because I know I know there was features in it and I can't remember if there was more than one world I will say now I did call it empty fields if I'm not wrong um but the first level you're in a broken city or like a burnt down city <laughs> I called my thing anything apart from ass final. Most oh my god. For assignment, so it was I only remember I, I, called... ass and it. I remember I Over called it the... Breaking Fields because it was in the folder. All the files, sorry. In school, for I think it was a year 9 or 10, we had to make a game for IT. Yeah. Hmm. And mine was probably one of the few functional ones because I was the only one good at IT in my class. Hmm. And it was straight up just a rip off of a Flash game I found. Oh. Hmm. Like, I uh, played almost exactly the same, had all the same upgrade. Basically, you, you drive an art, uh, ice cream van shooting, like, children uh, with ice cream. I had all the same upgrades, all the same, like, kids, everything. I just did the sprites myself really yeah. badly. And uh, I got, like, one of the best marks in the class. Or, like, one of the best marks possible. And they're like, oh, it's really good, really ambitious. And then, like, a couple years later, I was playing it. I was playing the actual game in class, and my teacher saw it. It's like, oh, you worked on your game more. And I was like, uh, no. <laughs> so I was like, hmm. That's pretty funny. <laughs> Does anyone remember the number of that unit? Um, Three. Well, I want to say 18 or 22 for some reason, but I can find out for you. I didn't do either of those, so. Oh. Well, that must have been a. Oh, hopefully he can, because he said two teachers live by, they might be able to go in and. Uh... Check the system, like yeah, the data on my system. 22? Oh, was it? Yeah, year one. Uh, not in this folder of backups. That was five years ago. Yeah. It's not anywhere. Loggers. Sometimes yeah, I'm looking at all my files now, including the um, PNGs yeah. we were given and multiple GMK files. Ah, it might be in this backup. And the vault icon. I still there. got games. I really do like. I miss. The thing is, I really wish we all had the motivation and effort to work on our, um, what was it, our super hot game, because the menu was great. If we actually made a decent game out of that, project. yeah, I still do it as well. Hold on. So, I don't think I ever touched that, unfortunately. Uh, I remember you discussing it with me, but then I never... So it was going to be a sports game, which was yeah. going to be fun. No. But... Yeah, no, I miss, I miss, like, I did that course because I was told, oh, do you want to do game development? Here's the course. And there was, like, two units of game development. Yeah, I don't blame. Yeah, uh, I, I was told all things about my uni course that never came true. And I, they could try and blame on, like, the corona stuff, but it just wasn't. Oh, I also remember with that. I don't know if you guys ever did later. I feel like I asked you and you said no. I remember in the first thing of the year, they were like, ooh, here's sheets to fill out because we're going to go on field trips. And we went on zero. I going to break everything. I don't remember that, but that sounds like something they do. Did that break things? I mean, hmm? Did that break anything on the stream? No, what? It seems so. Okay, good. <laughs> Wait, yeah. what happened? Don't worry about it. I'm just gaming. Continue. Oh, yes, I see. Oh my god, that's given me epilepsy. I've literally yeah. watched it for five <laughs> seconds. Yeah. yeah. I forgot oh, you put the portal logo in the game. I forgot that your cutscene was so slow. At least mine was like... In oh, some it man... runs slower than the game used to on this PC for I some did reason. wonder. Everything just looked a bit yeah. like the flash was like distinct. Was there yeah. something... So did we have to put a cutscene in it? 
No. Okay. No. I'm just no, trying to think of what my game I was like. Because I had a maze, so I wanted to show people, you know, yeah. there is an end. The end is over here, vaguely. The end is nigh. Yes. I want to remember. Yeah, was I remember the Unless strategy. Unless you went the wrong way. Well, you are you the green thing? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, shit, oh. bro. Have you crashed it? Oh, I thought <laughs> no, crashed. no, that's me absorbing the ability to shoot, bro. Oh, yeah, I forgot that. That was evil. You had to, like, take damage to progress. You had to take damage to be able to do damage. You're, you're, yeah. Because this character's based off the Azorbalov from Doctor Who. Oh, God. <laughs> I mean, I know no one on the stream can see this, but... I can put it on the stream if you want. I mean, probably best not It'll to. probably kill the bit, right? <laughs> yeah, so at least my game is stable. It might kill a few viewers as well. Honestly. <laughs> no, I'm, like, if, to be fair, if people were to see this, they'd be like, yeah, um... This is actually what the TARDIS looks like. <laughs> I forgot how annoyingly hard this game is on because of the RNG on those bullets. They just either last like no time. Oh, but yeah, there was one that you shot that, as you were shooting when your uh, thing contacted it. It uh, uh -oh. disappeared. It's fine. Yeah. I love the health. Off. I love the hearts. Yeah, this is great content for the podcast. Talking about a game <laughs> yeah. they can't. Absolutely. So, talking about my game, I like to. I wanted to make a two D game. Oh my god, I wanted to make a two D game. Um, yeah. Are those white squares? You'll like, give me a minute. Up. Yeah. The non-flashy squares you can stand on. The flashy squares electrocute you. <laughs> what, what What do you have to do? You just avoid everything. Kill things. You, you just spray milk okay, at them. Well. This game, this game looks amazing. Yeah, I put hours into it. It's so horrible <laughs> to control when it's this laggy. <laughs> it's like, uh, you see those like, uh, coding YouTubers that put like really cool games so, together in a day. And you get this. Look at my score, I bro. guess Charles has gone for a minute. Well, yeah, Charles is gone. So I'm uh, sorry about this podcast. I'm just going to keep playing my game. And I'm going to be trying not to comment on So, back in my primary school, just going back to the toilet thing for a minute, Charles said he had another topic related to it, to which I did as well, but he never mentioned. Yeah, we'll get um, to that. But we'll get back to that. So, there was a trip oh to my the God. Isles of Silly, which they did every year, and I didn't like primary school. There was a lot of nasty people in there. And the trip turned out to be, yeah, sort of like one good day overall. And that's because we went yeah. kayaking out at sea, which was awesome. But uh, at one point... When I went I... kayaking out at sea, just to interject, a storm happened and we got trapped in a cove and nearly had to call the Coast Guard for our safety oh, and had to stay in a survival blanket. It was minus 10 degrees. That was a fun day. I'm back and what the fuck did I just walk into? Um, so <laughs> there was a porta potty like, at the end of... We're all staying in tents. Like three, four people to a tent, so it was mm. even worse. Mm. There was like a porta potty or two at the. I think there was only one at the end of the field, and I'm trying to remember exactly how this went down. So either I went in after someone and did my stuff and then went out, or I went in and immediately saw the mess that either they or someone before them have made. I think it was them because I remember them running to tell the teacher that I'd made a mess of it. So I think I must have opened the door and then been like, yo, what the fuck? At which point they went and did it. At which point the teacher fucking called me out in front of everyone for like oh pissing all God. over the porta potty. And I was not happy. As you can well, well, one time in uh, pre the year before, year one, hmm. can't remember what we call it over here, but um, 
I've got two great stories about it. One time I went pee and just like pissed all over the floor for some reason. And then uh, I got called out in class. Someone said I shout on the floor. Nice. And then the, <laughs> they just said I went toilet on the floor and they just assumed I did a poo. I was like, well, no, I didn't do nothing of that. And then uh, another time I really needed to go and they wouldn't let me. And I was like, you should have gone at break. I didn't need to go then. Please oh, just let me go. I'm busting. And then I ended up having to pee myself. Yeah, I... Yeah, I was like five or six. So. Miller, I had bladder problems when I was younger, especially like bladder control. So mm. there were a few times, I think, at school when I had accidents. In Campbell, and I got... teachers uh, never learned. In Campbell, I got a toilet pass. Because they kept... They would constantly keep me in. And they'd be like, you should have gone at break. Because like, I didn't need to go at break. I need to go now. Yeah. Let me go. This is my basic human right. And they're like, nah, bro, you're not human. And then... Uh, just let's try and stick away from the names of the schools. Um, also, oh, I, sure, yeah. I would like to. I to <laughs> suggest it was the name of the school. <laughs> um, one of my favourite things. This is not. Well, it's not. It's just reminded me of my first ever day in secondary school. No, oh, that wasn't the secondary school, United Kingdom High, was it? No. <laughs> um, my favourite. My favourite memory of the first time I went to a secondary school from primary school. Um, was for the first two or three weeks, I was in the wrong English class, and nobody told me <laughs> until, until they. <laughs> no, it was until they realised. Wait, you're not on the register. Are you in the right class? I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> it's really annoying because I was making good friends with the people in the class, <laughs> and then they kicked me out. I remember when oh, I, I moved to. Uh... Oh, that was beautiful. When I moved to my secondary school, my second secondary school. I got put in the I got put in the lowest math class, um, but I should have been like mid set. So for the first like six months, I was loving math. I was cruising. I was just like, yeah, this is great. Not a challenge at all. Why is everyone else in my class so dumb? And then I got moved to the correct class, and I was just like, oh, what have I done? <laughs> so I think like they did it wrong. Catch up at that point as well, which is yeah. really. I was like. One class above where I should have been, so I was just always out in the wrong place. Eventually, I caught up. But my favourite thing with with the first secondary school I went to, and Kane may have had the same experience with me. I doubt it, but he would know the teacher if I was to say his name. Mm. Um, but we it, like you know every time like when you go back to school, you have got new classes, new teachers. Um, like when you come back from summer or whatever. Um, at least in a big school like that, when we went to our small school, we didn't really get that. But um, in this big school, uh, that happened. And I think the second after summer, I went there and we had a different teacher. Lovely guy. But the first lesson we had with him, he said to all of us, we, we all sat down. He put a picture of, the, of a mini on the, uh, on the whiteboard. And he said, so guys, what's... <laughs> what's... <laughs> What's uh what's similar about this mini and maths? And it took us like twenty minutes to keep guessing and all that. At which point he went, "You're all losers." The 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 the, the same thing between this is I designed that mini, and we're like, "How the fuck are we meant to guess that?" What? How you didn't they... design maths. Yeah, <laughs> and we was like, "How does it? What? No, sort off." And then I hated that teacher since. Um. <laughs> That's just completely unreasonable. I mean, I wasn't here to know any of the context. No. Oh, actually, you might have the same experience as well. There was a there was a there was a there was a maths teacher in the first year uh, in in my first secondary school, which 
you know about because you also went to um and his his yeah and <laughs> fuck's sake that is a school somewhere um and <laughs> yeah i guarantee i guarantee you it's not actually um but there was uh, his first introduction to us was he put a picture of a minion onto the wall and said what's it there what's the similarities between this mini and maths and the answer was he designed that mini or how to design that mini like how the fuck were we meant to guess that yeah, a bit weird. i don't know if he did that with anybody else but he hated us to be, it'd be even weirder if multiple people were like, I designed this mini. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was not expecting it. Just one of those like, oh, I helped design that. Is it? Oh, me too. No, I think it would have been weird. Like, Jerry? I, I think it would have been weird if all the students went, you designed it, didn't you? I loved what you yeah. did on that car. He <laughs> was like, look tell everyone in the next class. Um... Looking back, I, I have to admit, it probably does make a lot more sense, because UK High, the first few years are covered by a section called BMW First Years, and now I think about it, maybe it does make sense that they all they all made the Mini. Hmm. Did you just say BMW made Minis? I'm not responding to that, Charlie. I'm sorry, bro. I'm just not even, I'm not, are we serious? Are we not serious? I don't know, I'm not responding. I That's just. he is. No, I'm not. Thing. Really? <laughs> <laughs> I don't trust that smile. No. But yeah, that was a that was a fun experience. I don't know if uh, in my second secondary school we had a substitute teacher who was an actual teacher when my mum went. A every lesson entire was great because it would just be story time. Mm. And I think in year eight, our RE teacher just dipped for like, like up until like halfway through year nine. Yeah. So up until then, well, year nine I had a different teacher, but you know, rest of year eight, it was always her or like some random substitute that doesn't know how to control the class. That's right. right. So it either be story, awesome story time, or everyone just fucks about. <laughs> <laughs> I and, remember uh, that, like stuff like that. We we had one Ari. It might be music lesson. Cause she's also our music teacher. It was either an Ari or mm. music lesson, but we're in the music room, which would sometimes be for either or. Yeah. Mm. Uh, the teacher left the room and was like, I'll oh, put what you want on YouTube. <laughs> so I got... Oh, God. I got my mate to put on this video. <laughs> I don't think it's on uh, it's on YouTube anymore, but it's by this... Uh... It's basically a really weird... <laughs> like, you know, um, you know, like, Babe Station and stuff? Oh, God, yeah. Like a gay parody advert for that. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> like, so it's obviously, like, just a piss take and stuff. It's like really stupid. Yeah. But the teacher comes in when that song kicks off. Oh. And, uh, I wonder. <laughs> we sat there laughing around ourselves. The girls like, "What the fuck is that? Oh my god, that's so inappropriate." <laughs> just... god, I, I actually, I don't know. Okay, so I got two funny stories about UK High. One of them, I think, um, these two, uh, Phelan, not Phelan, um, Alfie and Kane may know about. Um, was our we ha I, I loved our music one of the music teachers we had I loved him, um, but apparently like what I noticed I is know who you mean. yeah he would always there was like so he had the classroom then there was a room behind a bit was connected by a small room that had a drum kit in it, and it was soundproofed, um and it was also neighboured to a drama room so there was um a big wall and then at the end there was like a curtain 
um, and he would always go behind that curtain. I noticed that every single lesson. And I learned later on that apparently he used to just keep drinking, just <laughs> drinking alcohol. I don't know if this is true or not, but I always noticed he would go behind there, and every time you go into a lesson, he would walk out of there. Like, he was, it was the most fun. He was a lovely teacher. I loved him. He helped me with my music a lot and uh, taught me a lot. I remember we were doing um, Mike Myers' theme song, uh, learning that, and he was like, so guys, I'm going to show you some horror movies, and we're going to listen to the music. I'm not going to put Blair's, um, uh, Blair's Witch, damn it, uh, Blair Witch Project on, because I had too many complaints from parents that their students got scared. I was like, fucking love it. Uh... That was that was amazing. I, I miss him, but apparently he drank too much. Someone, someone uh, in my drama class tried to convince me that they were the love child of one of the janitors and one of the old drama teachers that <laughs> randomly disappeared in year eight. Oh yeah, I love that. <laughs> it was kind of feasible because they did kind of look like they could be. Interesting. They, they definitely weren't, but they looked like they could have been. Which so I was like more, dumb enough more... to believe it at that age concerned that they probably weren't because it means they looked at them well like yeah i have a resemblance i can create a story out of this something i wanted to talk about and i don't know if enough schools do this in my opinion but i loved it I, everybody has a different point of it um I, obviously everybody's gonna have a different point of view on this but i loved it personally but in uk high they had a they had their own Currency, which students can get by doing homework or work or good stuff. And I loved that because you could get some, you could, if you got enough of it, get some decent shit out of it. Um, like what? So, okay, so I, I didn't get any, I didn't get enough to really get good shit out of it. Because um, I spent all mine like the last year and I got like 10 Freddos and two USB sticks. Those two USB sticks were really <laughs> useful, may I add. Um, but apart from that, yeah. But you could get some really decent shit off that. I can't remember what, but I just love the idea of being in school and earning currency, basically, that you can buy yeah, currency. I love rampant capitalism, too. Yes, so do I. <laughs> the earlier an age we can get kids into this idea that they have to work to survive, because that's the only way they deserve a right to live, the better. That kind of describes UK high in a nutshell, though. It's all at America high. I mean, to be fair, Phelan was like questioning what weird shit you could get there. And if I remember right, this is off the top of my head, the only things I got from that entire system was like two or three pencils, mm. about six USB sticks, although I think half of those were the, from the one time I was sent to the IT support office and they just gave me a bunch of USB sticks to fix a problem. <laughs> and I was like, are these the ones that you buy? And they were like, yes. And I was like, oh, okay. And I left. <laughs> and then a shit ton of Freddos. Freddos were the only thing I buy because why would I not take up free chocolate? Yeah, yeah, no, it was like, if I'm not wrong, Freddos were like five, um, they were called Merits, five Merits each or something like that, and... Oh, I know what, what, uh, what UK High you're talking about now. Yes, but, uh, Merits, you could, I, you could get them for homework, work, doing good, doing good stuff, helping out, whatnot. I think I ended up getting a few hundred if I'm not wrong. I can't I actually I remember. Oh, okay. I was only there for about six months, so... Oh, fair. Um, and then there's... Oh, I hated their lunch... Uh, their fucking... Uh, no, I don't think there's a good... There's a, no, I don't think there's a free school out there that has a good canteen. I like the... Our school was good because... Why they made up, like, or something? Probably some. 
I can't mm-hmm. remember the names. There's like three different canteens. I can't remember the names, but one of them I actually like. What of what in UK High? Yeah. Yeah, I went to the one that was in the main hall most of the time because they had sausage rolls there. Oh, I think my. <laughs> I'm not there's kidding. There's one that led onto a field. Do you mean UK High? Yeah, I think so. Uh, that may have been the main hall one. No, it's pretty small. I don't know then. And then, I don't think I ever went to the main hall one. Wait, main hall one was literally where they had all the assemblies, and it's on the left side of the hall. If you're looking, like if you come through the main door and look out towards the door. Wait, is it? Is it, is this the one that's opposite the college? Yes, UK High. Okay. We're talking about the one opposite the college. Okay. Yeah. Okay, never mind. I thought you were talking about the other one. That's the oh, College of England, yeah. to be clear. Yeah, like, I know. <laughs> UK Academy. Yeah, no, I, they're both academies. One of them was an academy first. First, I don't. I don't think UK High should have got the academy ship. I don't think any of them should. No, we should have got an academy ship. Our school, we were legends. Okay, no, yeah, um, no, yeah, I know the one you're talking about, the canteen. Yeah, yeah it was shit. Yeah. The like, other school I was thinking of uh, had... also not legally possible, but I don't want to get into UK law because I know the reasons behind that and it'll get boring. Mm-hmm. Oh, what, academy ships? Yeah. Is there a reason? Reasonable. Because if I'm not wrong, they literally just did... They literally, the UK High literally went for an academy ship for one benefit, if I'm not wrong, or something. Yeah. Like a few benefits, and that was it. So. Um, I must have got rid of the merit system some... No, they had the uh, merit system there when I was there for like the first two years I must have just never got them then Well, that would have been when I was in, what, eight and nine? No, I knew people who didn't get the merit system Because they were just... No, yeah. a, a basic, very quick okay. summary In the UK you have um, state-funded schools which are paid for in part, or, or well, they, they receive the same payment from the Department of Education. Um, and then an academy is the same as that, the same as a state-funded school, but they also have the ability to be invested in and supported by personal and uh, personal donations and corporate donations, um, and they're not obligated to follow the national curriculum. Um, oh, really? That is, that is what definitely is it. Um, yeah. Oh, wow, and and it's 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 why there's a lot of controversy around academies because they get corporate sponsors, which means there's a corporate interest in what they teach, and it becomes a problem. And it's a whole <laughs> so, so you could have a like, sponsored by Monster. Um, the the other school <laughs> that you are referencing couldn't strictly speaking become an academy because it's on a separate program put in place by the government in 2011, uh, which I won't go into. But yeah, so wait, so technically an academy could get sponsored by browsers if they yes. really wanted to. So like yes. any. Like like monster or Red Bull or oh, yeah. Coke. Yes, that would be a mi- oh my god! I want it that still to has happen. To be approved by like the um the governors and that like yeah. not the government, the governors. Governors the, of the school. Dude, I heard the G word. Not like government. Coke and Monster are missing out, and all those companies they're missing out. Like it's like hey, to this drama class is sponsored by Netflix. This actually no, this is something. So I was just about to say, oh, that's probably happened in America at some point. But something that surprised me that I was talking to Obsessing about the other day, who lives in Canada, so this is slightly different, is the fact that um, obviously it depends on where you are and what shop you go to, but in the UK, 
for me, at least typically when you go grocery shopping or shopping in, in most cases, you pack the bag. While in America yes. it's different. No, they pack it for you in a lot of places. Not not I'm not gonna say all. Yeah, um, no, America it's... has a lot of regional variation uh, across states and provinces in Canada. One thing I really hated when I went to America, that is added after everything, not included with it. Is it? Yeah. Yeah, so like if you buy like a candy bar for 50 cents, at the till it might be like 75 cents. Or probably not that much. Like That's 25%. Yeah, probably not that hard, but like. That's not even 25%. Jesus Christ. At the till. But like you get away. Whereas uh, over here, that uh, chocolate bar would just be 55p. That's already that just seems really silly, but again, obviously, mm. like just considering how dumb most of those people are as well. That, that, that conversation only came up because my, my previous employer, where I used to work, is one of the only places I know in the UK um, where you uh, the, the colleague packs the bag for the customers. It typically happens in clothes stores, but not all, as mentioned. Clothing stores, I've seen it most of the time, like Primark. Yeah. And- New look, but yeah, like I just couldn't imagine. Like I'd be really bad if I went to America. So I'd be just like, yeah, I'll pack the bag, and then they're just trying to do it for me. The other day in uh, the shop near me, I went to. I spilt a jar of Rogan Josh, and uh, I was freaking out. The guy was like, "Oh, I can get clean up. Need a new jar of this." And I was just like freaking out the whole time. Like, oh my god, do I have to clean this up? Is someone else gonna like deal with it? What do I do? And then just left like. Paid for my stuff and left, and it was fine. It was like, it was the first time I ever spilled anything, and I was just so confused, like, what happens now? And it was like, oh, yeah, someone will just come and clean it up. Like, don't mention it, just carry on. You've got free replacement, it's great. Yeah. Well, not free replacement, but a replacement, I guess. But yeah. I just couldn't imagine having VAT added after. That would just be a pain in the ass shopping. Because I always count my money up. I always count I always count my shopping up. Like the same yeah. person I am. So um, imagine having to like yeah. whatever you do, you add like five quid on extra. You, you definitely get used to it living in a place. What you gotta remember the most about America is that the reason it's like that is because of uh, laws. Lack, lack of interest in federal government, basically. Like, all of those taxes that get added on are at a state level, and then the state itself gets taxed federally. So, from how I understand it, obviously, I'm not an expert in American economics or law. This is where we always go, though. On, like, sales tax (laughs) in America, it's at the state level, and then the money that the state makes is taxed to the federal government. Okay. And for some states, they make more money back than they pay in. So they, for every dollar, they might get like $1.81 back from the federal government. Hmm. And other states, they'll put $1 in and get 80 cents back. Because some states are really rich, namely the big ones like California. And other states are pretty poor because they have no one that lives there, um, etc. So and that's kind of how us. it works. So there's a, there, is a, there is a reason why they have like a really complex... Tax system. That just seems really silly um, to do it like that. Though. And what you got to remember as well is, you know, like in the UK, you walk into like a corner shop, Basically. and you pick up a, a bottle of fizzy, fizzy, fizzy drink and a pop, and it has like eighty five p written on it, and you're like, oh, this will cost eighty five p, and you take the label, and most of the time, not always, but most of the time, it's eighty five p. They can't do that in America because they'd have to make a different one for every single state, and in some cases, every single county. Yeah, which that is the really... reason they don't label stuff. You know, really fixed price. Oh, because then they then they can put it's seventy five p on it, and it is seventy five p. It's just that the tax is different in every single state. Yeah, 
Um, it really annoys me when you go into like a spa and it's like, oh, this pack of biscuits is 58p and then you pay for it and it's a quid. Like, that's not allowed. Yeah. Or it shouldn't be. Nice. Or like, um, like sometimes you go into a shop and the, on the can of Monster it'll be like pound thirty nine, and then some shops it will actually be two quid and some shops it'll only be a quid. These like you never know because it's really like there's a price on the packet. Surely that should be the price, but no. Apparently they can change the price sometimes for the better, most of the time for the much worse. Mm -hmm. I don't use corner shops, so I don't really care. But Spa, Spa and Co-op do it, and they're like Co-op's a pretty big chain now. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, Brilliant. both Co-op and Spa are officially supermarkets as far as I'm like by. Like they're definitely. I mean, yeah, Spa have some pretty big stores. Not really around where we are, but. Oh yeah, no, down here. Damn large Star Spa stores up country. Yeah. I really yeah, like right. Co-op actually. Co-op's probably one of my favorite supermarket chains. Like obviously they're not like the cheapest, because they're not a full-scale supermarket in the sense that like Tesco's is. Hmm. But I actually really like the Co-op as a company because they sell their own products. They sell yeah, I do quite like fresh baked goods every every day. Like I, I quite like the cob. I like the cob. Good on so, I'm just my gonna. I was gonna say my favorite's Audi because you don't know what you're gonna find when you go into Audi every week. So like, I've been shopping little every week. I've got a pretty good idea. Everything's yeah. super cheap and it's great. Yeah, but like with that, so I don't know if it's the same with your Audis, but the Audi where I am, I suppose all Audis are the same. They always have like I always wear is baskets, and it's constantly different shit for yeah. cheap, like cheap. <laughs> I love that. It's great for Christmas shopping. I don't go. Um, I don't go to the little in pool much. So every time I go there, there's like different random shit. Why would you go like, swimming uh, to go to a little? What? Pull the area. <laughs> yeah, so good. But um, I don't know if I just got razzled or if you did. You know how we tried to keep the locations of schools away. Oh, UK whoa. high. Okay, I mean, what? that just made it inevitably worse, Charles, but you know. Yeah, I don't yeah. Too shit. We've, we've, we've worked into it. What was I going to say? Um, oh, I think. Paul Little is um, Speaking of America and like bags being packed and such. It's, Do they um, pay for their bags? Uh, I don't think it's any. I think it'll be, I think it'll be some, a state I law. Think there's some state laws on it, yeah. Yeah. Um, but no, yeah, like just in general, there's a, there's a focus on American service, right? Service is a big thing in the US. You're expected, uh, like not as big as it is in some other countries, but there's this, you know, service with a smile is like a culture. Mm -hmm. I know from American friends I have that have worked in retail through to um, hospitality that that is a, a large focus on making sure that you're always happy and bubbly and speaking to the customers and and doing whatever they require and and it's very weird to me. Because it's quite literally I'm the opposite in the UK. to a store, and it's like a 99-cent store as an example, right? In like a local place in the middle of a random state in America. I don't expect the people working there for minimum wage to be happy. I yeah. them to be piss poor as shit. I imagine they're feeling like ass. I don't need them to be smiling. I just need them, like, if I just ask for something, you know, just let me know. I don't want to waste any more of your time, God forbid. Like, that sounds horrible, you know? Just, like, it's horrible that they, like, not that they don't have to, but there is a culture 
of you should you know you should always be smiling like if you're serving me at a restaurant like you should be smiling like i don't give a shit if you're working like minimum wage in a restaurant i don't expect you to be happy i'm taking my order just take my order and get it done that's all i care about i feel like the uh so from what i've heard the nicest people on both ends are people who have worked those jobs like once you've worked a retail job yeah get much more respect for people who work those jobs you know just the kind of shit they have to deal with Hello, Sloan Witch, by the way. Um, yeah, no, I would... <laughs> Bless me. I would agree. I agree. Um, but, like, you're talking about minimum wage jobs. I literally just... I looked up minimum wage in the US, and I'm obviously guessing this is an average, because um, I presume, again, it's state-dependent. They have a federal minimum wage, but states also have a minimum wage, so some states' minimum wages are higher than the federal yeah. minimum wage. But, okay, so I'm guessing this is the federal minimum wage, which is $7.25. Yeah, the federal minimum wage is really low. Which is five pounds seventy six. So it's about it's about fifty p yeah. less um, than the UK's. No, it's about a pound less than the UK's minimum wage now. Actually, no? UK's minimum wage is six forty. Oh no, UK's wage. minimum wage for under eighteens is six pound. Yeah, but that's not for under eighteens. That's for anyone. Oh really? What like yeah. uh, basically? Is that basically the federal, the federal minimum wage? Pretty much isn't used. I don't know is what it... states use it or not. But off the top of my head, I'm pretty sure almost every state has their own minimum wage laws. Okay, good. Because I was going to say that sure almost all of them are above federal minimum wage. I'm not sure though. I, I think there are states with it lower, but it's only like a couple. If if because if... the context for people that are listening are not from the UK, once you reach the maximum minimum wage, which is minimum living um, wage. 25. Which is the national minimum wage, right, at 25 and over, it's £8.72 an hour, so it's quite a lot more than the American federal minimum wage. Yeah. Um, or, like, the American uh, federal minimum wage is more comparable to the 18, 18-year-old, 18 uh, under 18 to 18-year-old In the UK, don't we call it living wage, or is that something different? No. no the, national, the national living wage is, uh, there's, there's two. There's one that the government sets, which mm -hmm. is their official determination of how much money you need to live in the UK, and there's one by the national living wage charity, or fund, or something they're called. Um, and the living wage is basically how much money you need to earn on an average work week to be able to sustain an acceptable life. Okay, so apparently in the UK, pay for food, etc. It's £9.30, but if you live in London, it's £10.75. Go on to this article, which is a pound under max living wage, uh, max, max um, minimum wage. But I think I'm getting £8.50 at the moment. A lot of places will pay you over that i've found at least where i've it worked it's pretty much potluck yeah um again where i used to work a closed store we got paid above minimum wage we were paid seven pounds something um but i don't know if that changed if you're 25 or over i hope it does because otherwise if you're 25 or over you're getting paid under which i don't think is legal no it's not so yeah, I they mean, would have to pay something higher. What you've got to remember is there, there's a lot of... Um, what, this happens in America as well. One of the most significant things economically that happens in Western countries uh, in terms of money not moving when money should move is wage theft. Uh, it happens at an exceptionally high amount in America, an exceptionally high amount all across Europe. People not being paid the wage that they should be being paid. People being skimped out on overtime hours. People being skimped out on, on their hours worked and, and stuff like that happens all the time and it accounts for literal billions in lost revenue. Uh, or lost money to people every single year worldwide. Yeah. It, it's a huge thing. Um, that happens all the time in the UK. And that's why you should live on benefit. That's why... <laughs> uh, <laughs> <Hell> yeah. <laughs> that's why if you live in the UK and you can get a uh, PAYE 
contract with your company um, so that you're paid through, they, they handle your taxes for you and student loan repayments. And it's all done with their, your company that you work at through HMRC. Um, that is the safest way to ensure that you're never underpaid or overpaid. Um, so, yeah. So, so I saw a thing of this place. If you are one minute late, they'll dock you 15 minutes pay. Jesus. So people there, if they come in a minute late, they just won't work for a few minutes because it's like, well, you're not paying me. Why should I do the work? Mm. Um, okay, yeah. I could understand that if it's a, if it's a high like a high class place or like high value place like a car dealership like a like a mercedes car dealership um i think it's a hotel but still it's, it's quite well, i think it might be the... i can't really remember the story much i heard it on a podcast like two three weeks ago that sounds like an american thing to be honest it was they're a british person but one of the stories they were saying was when they worked for an American company. Mm. It was over here. I think it was a Hilton hotel. They run it the American way rather than the us way. Wow. But yeah. yeah, no, I can't. There is commission pay, and if I, I'm not entirely sure on the technicalities of it, but I believe in the UK, with certain commission structures, you can technically pay someone under the minimum wage, provided you can prove that their commission always adds up to more than the minimum wage would be. If yeah. that makes sense. Um, I think that's off the top of my head how it works. Commission's complicated. You're on commission, don't you? Big mistake. Huge. I've only been commissioned a few times, and I didn't even... Alfie loves the way I do my commission. It's so reliable, and it's just a perfect way of doing it, um, that everybody I've been commissioned by has saved money. Um, it's, it's always a great business working yeah. with me. And, what, uh, do you, what do you take commissions for? So I did some stuff for our wonderful friend Ash uh, for his streams. Um, I still actually, uh, Alfie talking about that, I still need to make it on one screen. I forgot to do him the 4x3 screen. I'll do that tonight and send that off to him. Um, I did some commissions for a local football golf. Oh, I say local, it's not local at all. Um, but a football golf. Uh, did some commissions for them. Uh, Oh, I did some commissions for a friend who's doing... Uh, I did some stuff for a friend who's doing commissions for them, but he paid me for it anyway. And, uh... Like drawing, or...? Um, so, you know golf maps? You know you have the layout at the beginning of the map? Sure. Um, okay. <laughs> uh, so when you play golf, football golf, golf, frisbee golf, however you do it, they always have a, a, a picture of the map of what the map looks like, so where you have to go, where you have to get the ball around, if there's obstacles, where the obstacles are, if there's a water hazard, where that is, and where the hole is. Okay. Oh, um, yeah. And the one that I was doing, the original maps I had were cartoony, just like simple colours, and um, they wanted more realistic ones, and my friend knows I do texture work, so he's like, hey buddy, can you just do a plan out, see what you can get from this? I did one for him, went over his one night, and showed him how to do it, and he did the rest of them. It'd be 50 quid for that. So graphic design stuff. Yeah. Nice. I am a self-taught graphic designer. Okay, um, uh, fuck me, what's his name? Ash was, uh... Ash was showing other people his work, like the work I was doing for him, and he's like, Charlie, these people might want some stuff from you. Like, oh, for fuck's sake. <laughs> I hate doing commission work because I hate making mistakes. And, uh, I was just getting into that a couple of years ago, and then, uh... Well... 
you know well, how you the remember with being commissioned or something people should pay up front that's just a fact um people should pay you and uh, I, it's not necessarily a legal requirement i personally think that it's a reasonable responsible thing to do to pay someone at least minimum wage for the work that they've put in um <laughs> and secondly if they if they have paid you money to do something that is on their judgment that your product will satisfy their needs and if you've done something wrong or made a mistake that they're not happy with you could correct it if it's in your entire but you're under zero obligation to yeah like i'm tempted to just like you know start up a fiver just for the memes so i've done oh i've not not done it for money but i've done volunteer work for like trailers and stuff oh yeah i love doing that and uh first person i did it with um i was in contact with them a lot so i'd send them like i'd upload it to youtube send them a link they'd tell me any corrections to make and i'd make it within an hour uh but i was just doing volunteer and also it tied into college work yeah uh, the second one i did i uh, wasn't really in contact with the owner much um i was a uh, mum knew him so she kind of like helped me with ideas about how to fix it up but i eventually just sent him the final one and he was like yeah that's fine and then i think he made a couple of changes to it himself yeah uh especially audio stuff because he's like uh, it was for a radio station so he oh alpha i don't know if I count as a radio station but um he does a lot of audio work so he fixed up the audio a bit um yeah it's quite yeah. I don't know where I was going with that. Speaking of... Well, I can't remember where um, I was going. Did you have more stuff you wanted to say about the earlier topic, Faye, then? Uh, what, about the uh, bathroom topic? Yeah. Yeah, let's go back to that topic. Yeah, let's do a massive ah. jump back to the start. Yeah. I remember mentioning to Chancellor yeah, before the stream that there was something I wanted to uh, say, which he never asked the question of. It, I think it was about... Folding, mm. if I remember. So, obviously... for context, I said to these lads, "We're going to start the topic off. We're going to start the pop off, the pod off. We're talking about how many times do you fold a piece of toilet paper? Because to blow your nose. To blow your nose. Yes. No. To wipe your penis. Um, to blow your bottom nose. Um, because I've heard people don't fold it, which I just feel really weird. Um, but obviously it depends oh, yeah. on the toilet paper you get. Um, if it's like 73 ply. But then I know people who fold it like five times. I don't know people. But I've heard people fold it five times or stupid numbers like that. Five. And so I feel like just one simple fold is plenty. I think I do two, maybe three, depending how many sheets I got. Yeah, I was going to say, I have a very simple answer to this. It entirely depends on the ply of the toilet paper. It has nothing to do with how many folds there are. It has everything to do with how many but layers there are. I would also, so I'd say normally two. My solution for this, though, for the love of God, and it, I mean, it could just be me. So a lot of the paper, it goes <laughs> unused. A lot of it is holding, all right? Here's yeah. what we should do. Let's fold that in half from the factory, alright? We don't need that much width. If you need that much width, you've got bigger problems than wiping your own ass, I'm telling you. Well, I, I, I have just width. solved all of the world's problems. You want to protect I mean, yeah. your 
As as a member of the IBS gang, I'm pretty sure IBS gang would not agree with that. How much? Okay, go on, IBS gang. How much of a sheet I mean, do you? You I, I typically use about, wipes to use a significant amount of it. I typically fold about sheet? six times. You do multiple Wait, did you wipes. Just, didn't you just criticise people folding like four times earlier? I'm joking. I fold once. Um, or twice. It depends on the toilet paper, really. Fold one. <laughs> fold yeah, twice. Like, I, I will try and word this in a way that doesn't put people off listening, but with certain <laughs> strands of IBS, depending <laughs> on the effects it has on your bowels, let's just say that the resulting aftermath um, is not something that can be dealt with in a short time, and right. you know, is, is a bit more complicated than the average event. So, yeah, it can definitely, you know, like, if but I was to fold amount? toilet paper in, like, half horizontally, mm. if that's what you were suggesting, like, there would be shit on my hands. Okay. How, so, Vaudred question here, then, is how long are your strokes when you like, do it? It depends. Like... It, ver- it varies a lot. Sometimes, nothing. I mean, Talking about golf here. Sometimes a little bit. Sometimes the entire, well, not the entire sheet, but like at least like sixty percent of it is like an area coverage, I guess. Oh, how? Like, I don't think I yeah. could comfortably use more than like a, a couple inches, like for a streak. Like, there's, I don't think you can get any more onto that reasonably without either making contact elsewhere, which definitely isn't ideal, or wiping multiple times, which also isn't ideal. None of those are ideal. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, no, it, I think it does yeah. come down to just, like, how your bowels are, really. Maybe, and how gaping you are, apparently. But... I do have a, a massively gaping asshole, yeah. <laughs> thank you very much for the 20 bits. Really. Really <laughs> <appreciate>. <laughs> that was the best timing. That was yeah. beautiful timing. Uh... But if, if uh, on, like, a normal, normal go, I'll use maybe... Uh, three wipes with. Again, like... are we talking about golf? Yeah. <laughs> okay. I like get like three to four sheets, fold mm. once, maybe twice if needed. Couple wipes if it's like hangover time or upset tum tum time. Then we're talking quite a lot more. Yeah. Uh, I, I never go for. I'm grateful for the wideness. I never go over four. Um. And I accidentally pulled off more than four, at which point I either take off a few and just leave them for the next one, or there's gonna be a slappy mud leave pie. Them for the next yeah. one. Um, and so it's like, I don't know. So the toilet I mean, paper we got at the moment is great. It's again, I think it depends on the wallpaper. Wallpaper. And <laughs> I'm pretty sure that this is generally very one-sided for people that possess penises. <laughs> <laughs> but we, we're all front to back, right? None of us are back to front. What? Scrote, scrote to back, you, not back you, to scrote. You, when you wipe, do you go from the back to the front or the front to the back? As in, you know, balls to end of arse crack or end of arse crack to balls. Yeah, I just scrote to back. Charles is having a long hard Yeah, I'm not. I'm genuinely trying to think. I'm like, I'm like failing. I'm like. He's he like he has to picture it, flip it around in yeah, his head, twist it, reverse it. <laughs> Do you need to go and find out? <laughs> I genuinely. Uh, I think. What? What are you? What do you think? He's I am? basing his answer off of you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That for one. I am very adamantly a front to back. 
Okay, yeah, I think that's what I'm doing. away from my nuts. <laughs> I'm just real, I do both. But do I don't use know. any other terms for the testicle? <laughs> my pendulous seed bags. I don't know. <laughs> scrote to back, back to scrote. Um, I think. I just, no, I it's just because it's one of those things I don't think about. Well, I might be confusing myself because, like, mirror imagery, it being upside down relative to where I am right now. But I think I'm the other way to you. Make fun of me, and he's not so, even remembering. Yeah, like, like, God, it's I don't. I feel awkward trying to like. I don't want to make anyone comfortable with the wording, but <laughs> you reach down, right? Do yeah. you start closest to your balls or furthest from your balls? The thing is, I, I, I see where we, I see where we're going wrong here. I tend to reach up. Right. I've yeah, heard like, that it's so especially important for girls to do it the other way to yeah. that because it reduces the chance of UTIs yeah. quite yeah. dramatically. Yeah, you should you should always wipe away from a vagina. But that's the that's yeah, that's the good side of having testicles, I guess. I, 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 I you'd have to wipe all the way down them, all the way along the shaft, and even then it'd still have to I think I still have to travel. Yeah. Yeah, it, it feels weird to me because the, the way you suggest you do it, Faden, would be you'd effectively be wiping in a way that I don't want to say pushes because that's not kind of how it works, but but is is moving your now covered in you know toilet paper towards <laughs> your own balls, which just sounds horrible. Yeah, so my first wipe is always front to back, oh. and then I kind of alternate. I, I kind on. of say the other way feels like it would be. Pushing it more and it would be less effective, but I can't, I can't picture it either way right now. Is the problem? Like, yeah, I can't picture it at it's all. Weird. It's one of those things that I need weird. to be there, having done it hundreds of times. I do update me. I'm interested. <laughs> we all are. We'll come back to this on the next podcast. Um, actually, that's something I wanted to say. Is this podcast? I'm going to make a channel for this podcast, and we're going to upload all the channel, all the podcasts on there, because uh, Twitch videos don't last forever, but they do. So, if you want to, I'll, I'll link that when I've got that already and done and dusted. But I'm kind of, I'm, it's just, yeah, something else to start putting on because uh, I like this new format. And Twitch, oh, did anybody see Twitch go mad last night? Because that, that scared me a little bit. What happened, Twitch? Twitch just shit itself and kept saying I had no what followers. How many sheep did it still stand? Oh, uh, oh damn. Um, yeah, Twitch just shit itself. It kept saying I had no followers and then no subscribers, and I was like, shit, my channel's down. And then I realised, oh no, it's happening for more than one person. So, yeah, they were having some oh. pretty big issues. Oh, I'll ask after the podcast. I don't know if you want it brought up again, but. Uh oh. Yeah. Is it? It's a thing that happened. Possibly last time, but I'll. Oh, what about... with the, uh, the, 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 oh, I don't know if you'll get this. No, you won't get that. Uh, with the, is it with my followers? Yeah. Yeah, I fixed it. Okay. Which, uh, Alfie only just learned about today as well. <laughs> so how um, many are you on now? My normal amount. Oh. Let me, let Which me give you a Which is a good, you know, numerical answer. Yeah. Anyone could base anything <laughs> off of. Yeah. It's gonna unfollow and refollow, but I don't know if that how that uh, works. doesn't work. No. <laughs> uh, it's, it's 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 how weird. So it's, okay. uh, we've spoken about so much shit today, quite literally. Literally, yeah. Um, <laughs> I'm trying to steal my joke, mate. 
It's only been an hour. Oh, <laughs> We've honestly. changed topics several times. Yeah. We haven't changed too many topics. We've gone full circle. Yeah. We've been yeah. pretty solid topics, though. No, yeah. And, uh, <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm still one of those people who I, I can't pick up dog shit. Because, really? took me, because to be fair, of took me the like texture. A while. I, I kind of get that. It took me a while, but having lived with dogs for many years, it's one of those things that eventually... I think I had to do it, like when my parents were away at some point, like that was my job, was picking up the yard and cleaning it. I, I buy excuses. I never wanted a dog. I don't plan on getting a dog, so I'm not going to clean up a dog. So I was getting surprised by people who are like super, like, really over the top about shit. Of like, uh, like oh, don't let it go near me. Like, I won't change a baby. I'm not going to pick up dog poo. I'm not going to go near it. It's like, dude, it's just a bit of shit. Like, yeah, it's gross, I mean, but it's yeah, just I'm, a part I'm of life. definitely going to actively try and steer away from it. Uh, I can't. Like, I'm not going to go I... around like trying to touch it, but like, <laughs> I it's, hope... I'm not going to like. It's not going to ruin my day having to pick up Bo's poo or coming across some shit. Like, that's the one thing is I don't want to move into a house with you guys because I don't want to keep picking oh, up your wow, guys' okay. shit. I want to move in. I was saying this actually. This is this is a funny off bit, but I was saying to my um, I was talking to my boss, my sister once. was talking about moving out. Um, and I was like, oh yeah, me and my friends wanted to move out at one point. And I was like, she was like, yeah, don't do it. One of them will not pay rent. The other one won't clean. That's. I'll be honest. That's exactly what my parents have been telling me. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm surprised that like you needed to be told that. Like, surely well, that's. No, no, I don't need to be told it. But it, it's the typical mum. My mum, and it, I'll admit, it annoys me when she does. My mum to this day will still give me lectures about like not giving my email to certain sites or <laughs> talking to certain people online. When she's got so many spam emails, and I think her card's been frozen so many times recently. Yeah, if you want to contact Delicious here, feel free to email <laughs> the teeth at ukhigh.com. <laughs> I'd use that. Uh, no, yeah, I, I, the thing is, I would love to live in a house with with friends. I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing, obviously. I, um... I think it's something that a lot more young people are into. Yeah, um, the idea of it idea. is fun. Because not not just from like the being with friends thing. I think young people are just more open about their lives. We're more happy to speak about mental health. But can we just say? Understanding... Hmm. Can we just say? You say young people like we're not young people. You sound like we are. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sure I'm saying yeah. like we are young people. <laughs> yeah. That's it. entirely the point. Oh, you were saying young people, like like so, what? like we Fucking weren't them. Um... Back in my day. Back in my day, when okay. I was a um, year old. Sorry. Us, the defined group <laughs> of young people, um, Gen Z. Are, are generally just more accepting. And I feel like a lot of older people would generally be more uncomfortable with, like, what if someone's not feeling too great mentally that week and is, you know, just not really doing much or speaking to people. Whereas young people are more willing to just say, yeah, just give me a bit of space. Uh, you know, I, like, I I would also those people are being really annoying. Why do they have to have sex every day? Whereas other <laughs> people would just be like, I I know they just want to fuck. I don't give a shit. Like I just put headphones on. <laughs> I had that conversation <laughs> with my girlfriend's dad the other day. That was awkward. Um, to hear about this, but continue. Um, I no. Uh, want me to? I can, but um, well, it's your cool. I I think one of the other things, and obviously I don't know because I'm not. In any, I'm not in an older generation, so I just hear what they say and um, working around a lot of them. 
would say another big thing between it as well is back in the day one getting houses was a lot cheaper and easier or not cheaper yes. but it was easier um and typically around that time you would either have someone to go and move into a house with um potentially even married um so you know going living in a house yeah. you typically weren't living in a house by yourself and even if you were you weren't worried about fucking i mean yeah definitely rent. like um i don't know who here plans to get married or is even interested i'm not particularly yeah. interested i don't find anything but tax benefits that Ooh. interesting um and solely like if, if i was to get married it probably won't be till my 30s mid 30s that that's that's the age i'd feel comfortable getting married at yeah earlier than that just sounds really weird yeah again i i i'm with someone and i love her to bits but i but i would love to live out my life and not i i'm scared about commitment so, so I'm kind of the same. But followed by I'm scared <laughs> yeah. of commitment. Yeah, no, I'm saying he's in a relationship. Huh? Yeah, I love her to bits. Doing it in the next like two, maybe three years. Oh, that's cool. Because mm. once it once we can afford it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. but like yeah. But, so uh, okay. on the young people thing, I think a lot of now that most young people's first experience of living out of home is shared housing with like uni or college. Yeah. And then they kind of, they get that through, or they get that kind of fix of like living with mates, and then that will either sour you, and you're like, dude, fuck living with more than one person, or house sharing is awesome, I only want to do this. Yeah. Where yeah. like, right now is the first time I'm properly living away from home, and I'm sharing the house with a girlfriend, and it's going like fine, like really well. I'm quite looking forward to doing it properly. Mm. Um, whereas uh, some people, uh, like I know of, they've gone into shared housing and it's been a fucking nightmare. And now they're like, I want to come home, but I can't. And then I also can't. I don't want to go back into the housing. So like they kind of fuck. I mean, yeah, I'd so definitely kind of say forward. that like for my like my first university experience, I was in shared housing after adamantly trying not to be, hmm. um, but I just didn't roll on the the rng of not getting uh, into it and the problem i have with that is that like being in that shared housing was the worst part of my life in terms of my mental health right it's the most depressed i've ever been felt the worst i've ever been like you know won't get into too much it, it wasn't a good time mm. um and that was because i was in shared housing it's because i didn't feel comfortable making food for myself i didn't eat a single cooked meal um Jesus. i didn't prepare a single meal for months i didn't like do anything i just didn't do anything i just stayed in my room and then bought the uh, discounted pastries from the spa on campus that was all i did for about six months it was not not a good time and i spent like a grand of money in about a month period at one point but we don't worry about that mm. uh, yeah anyway it was it was a bad time but the reason it was a bad time is because i didn't know any of the people i didn't like most of the people mm. why would i want to be in a house show that's that right. literally what i was about to say is and i feel like no, oh, I'll you, no sorry. offense to like you know any of the people that have been in discussions with me and others about possibly doing a house share if there's some reason that came up with one of those people that meant i adamantly wouldn't want to live with them like you know re respectfully then i wouldn't be interested yeah i don't think that's gonna happen most of the people that i've been discussing that with are people that i in general trust quite a lot to be pretty serious about it unfortunately but you know <laughs> if if something came up that i'm not just gonna just because someone's my friend you know it doesn't mean someone being a friend does not necessarily mean that i'm comfortable living with them right yeah no, yeah. But I think that's I think that's the problem a lot of people make is they're like, oh, I'm gonna go into shared housing with either people I've only just met, people I've known for a few years, or 
as some people get it, just potluck. Um, and that's what makes it really hard, because if you don't have either a, a connection to that person, some sort of friendship or relationship with them, it's going to make it very hard, because you're dealt with seeing them every single day of your life, and that's not really a best way to make friends with someone. I think the best with environment. shared uni housing, it can help if you're like, if everyone's kind of similar and just day one you'll click mm -hmm. but if you don't click straight away then it's just gonna be like you're just gonna not one of the shit i went to a party at a shared housing place and all the people there all got on really well they're all really chill and they're like perfectly fine living there mm. but then other people i've heard of they're like oh yeah none of us really got on most of it was like just shit time like people yeah. were rude they'd leave stuff out wouldn't clean i've heard a lot of stories from both sides like uh, I won't mention him, but a friend of mine's first house was in like a you know a flat shared flat, and he got on like okay, like not well, wasn't close friends with, but it didn't have like no one in that flat was like a particular asshole, you know, mm, or yeah. someone that never washed up or, or or anything like that. But there was a lot of drug use, yeah. and that just got very annoying to him because he he's not one to judge. He didn't you know whatever like you do you as far as he's concerned, right? Mm. But the problem was that people came to the house to buy. People came to the house to deal, and that just got annoyed with him because if anything did happen with law enforcement, I mean, it didn't. But if anything did happen with law enforcement, then he's got that to deal with. Yeah. Plus, just constant people there and the annoyance of it, and then like I think they had to take someone to hospital one time because they overdosed on ketamine, and it's just like fucking. Jeez, hell. Yeah. You know, it's just like it's just not a nice experience, right? Yeah. You're not not you. You have no relaxation if you're living in an environment like that. And I, 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 something I wanted to say, um, which I, so I've had two opportunities, or oh, one of them is, they're both planned opportunities. Um, one of my friends, uh, or two of my friends, they want to go to uni, do business, and they asked if I wanted to come along, and we'll move up somewhere, live, like, probably London or Birmingham or somewhere like that, and uh, we'll live together and do uni. Um, we're all really good friends, so I really wouldn't mind that. I've been, we went to Manchester once, we lived in a, in a, B&B for a week which was fun one of them didn't wash up once and I was terrified because the bathroom <laughs> didn't have a lock on it and had the like <laughs> yeah sorry yeah an like Airbnb an yeah. bed and breakfast no, yeah an Airbnb it was it was it was in a it was fun fact that Airbnb in Manchester the first night we stayed there someone set off the fire alarm that was also <laughs> the week of gay pride and it was also the week of the KSI versus Logan Paul fight um <laughs> so there was a lot going on in Manchester and we also went there to watch a football game so there was a lot of people in that one place um <laughs> Uh, but yeah, I was terrified because I didn't have a lock on the bathroom door and the bathroom light was on the outside. So you know, I was constantly terrified someone would turn off the light and then open the door and scream at me. Because <laughs> I don't trust my friends. Specific, yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I, I lived with them and that was fine. It was a lot of fun. Um, and so imagine other... both sides of that. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> that would be hilarious on the outside, terrifying yeah. on the inside. Um, but like... The other experiences with uh, uh, some other really good friends, and we all want to go up and. Um, this is like the the what the one thing I like about this idea is there's a few of us, um, and we would all go up and live in a house, and it's not uni related, so a majority of us will have all, most of us will have jobs if not all, so we're not all stuck with each other in the house, which is really good for everybody's mental health, being with someone that your whole time. Works for some people, works for not not everybody. Um, but it's also like my, my the friend, one of my friends. I spend most of my time with online, so it makes no real difference. 
Um, but like, it's just that idea of just coming home to see your friends. Like, you're going to be away most of the day for some people. Some people might have home jobs. Some people might just have part-time jobs. I mean, yeah. And I like what that. I would, so I think that's a better way of doing it. It certainly takes a, um, like, I, I think in my opinion, like, a, you've got to have the right mindset. Everyone's got to go around with the right mindset. And that's the thing. If like, people... You're not family. You can't just, like, you know... Uh, to to remember a certain amazing webcam event, walk into someone's room wearing nothing but a towel. <laughs> um, Goddamn knock. And after you leave, close the door over. Yeah, exactly. Wherever it exactly. Was. Two simple rules. And that's something but, is... like just just a bit of respect for everyone's space and privacy. Yeah. Really, that's all it takes. And like just a bit of maturity. Like you know, sometimes people are just going to want to go into their room and not speak to anyone. Other times they're going to be chill to hang out. Yeah. Just, you know, just be adult about it. So when I was younger, like. Still in school, like secondary, I always loved the idea of moving in with friends. And then uh, started college and started being like, oh, what do I want to do with my friends? And then uh, for the first year or so, I was like, we we're all talking about like, oh, we could totally get a house together. And we're all like, yeah, yeah, it'd be awesome. And then I started like, we'd all go to each other's houses more and more. And I just see how they go day to day. I'm just like, eventually I was like, I couldn't live with any of my friends. <laughs> Like, yeah. the, I couldn't deal with like. At least you found out beforehand, not, I guess. Yeah, it's like <laughs> most of them. <laughs> you would behave differently at home than you would there, but it's yeah. it's not worth the risk of like. I got friends who never fucking do anything for themselves. They are like waited on hand and foot. And I got other friends who are like, they'll do it if they're told, but they don't begrudgingly. And then ones that will like, sort of like me, they will clean up. They'll do. They'll clean up and they'll do a good job, but they'll do it in their own time, mm. not when it's yeah. convenient. I feel like it's like... so. Something to go into Alfie's point is obviously if you're good friends with people and you're moving to a house with them, you will understand one their mental health, and if you don't, you understand that you, if they want to be left alone, you leave them alone. Um, you will offer help, but you won't be like, "Hey, do you want to speak? Do you want to speak? Do you want to speak? What's wrong? What's wrong? Do you want to speak? What's wrong?" Mm. Fuck off. Um, so that that's one thing. If you're going to live in a house, you need to understand. Um, secondly, if we were to move into a house, the best thing with us, and I feel like we're sort of like, especially at our age, we're sort of as friends, the best people to move into is because we're probably going to spend most of the day on our computers. And the only time we're ever going to talk is online. So like, if you want to just sit by yourself for 10, 20 minutes for a few, or for a few hours, you just log off and watch TV or YouTube videos. In your yeah, room. I, don't, I don't think that sharing a house with people that, that I would share a house with would be much different to how I live now. No, and you don't have to like, share a house with someone doesn't mean you have to see them constantly. You could go out to the yeah. fucking pub if you wanted to. By yourself. But I feel like unless you're living with your partner, if you're just living with mates, you ba- you can go like days without needing to see them because like if everyone's cooking for themselves and cleaning for themselves, you might like cross each other in the court in the hallway or like oh, you go bathroom first, I'll go after, kind of thing. But, mm. like, there's no obligation. Just because you're living together doesn't mean you have to spend time together. It just means that you're, like, you sleep on the under the same roof. We don't have to, like, yeah. talk to each other, like, in person or anything. There's no obligation. It's just kind of... I just like the idea of it, because it's convenient. It's a good, solid thing as well. Uh, um, and just, just, you know, being responsible about adhering to them yourselves. Mm. Like, you know... I don't know what's an example of something that might happen. Like the government, some someone someone like spills something or something, right? Like who's responsible for cleaning that up? Like just have the person that makes the mess clean it up. Yeah, 
Yeah. It, like it's, exactly. It sounds like dumb, but like just having that laid out in rules gives people that are possibly less likely to want to do that a sense of responsibility because like if it's written on a set of rules and everyone else follows it, they don't want to be the one that doesn't, if that makes sense. Mm. Whereas yeah. it's kind of an unspoken rule that, that people might be more likely to be a bit sort of snarky about it. So I had a friend in college. Uh, she she was in her first year of college and moved into a house with her sister the like halfway through school. Mm-hmm. Uh, halfway through year 11, sorry. And uh, like I went there a few times as like We'd go there for parties, and we made uh, some drinks with milk with it. They're like, "Oh my god, did you use the milk?" I was like, "Yeah." I was like, "That's three months out of date." And we're like, "No, not three months. It's like three weeks out of date." We're like, "What the fuck? That why?" Ugh. And then she talked about uh, how like one of them spilt beans on the floor, and neither of them cleaned it up until there was mold on it, and then they had to like yeah. force the other one to do it. That's, I was like, "What that, the fuck?" Me, that just seems like stupid. It's disgusting as it is. Fucking either you clean it up if they're not going to and like tell them off, find them or something like that. Um, or like I don't understand why people just leave stuff to the last minute. Like both two people, yeah. if three people, four people, one person has to do it. Even if they, like, like, if you make a sounds, big mess, you should clean it up. It yeah. sounds like a situation of two people that were too young mentally to be in that situation. Mm. And for that reason, there was a lot of problems occurring, um, which doesn't necessarily justify that behavior, but it, it, it does help explain it, I would say. Like, here we've got a good system of, like, I pretty much exclusively do all the cooking, and then Razor does most of the cleaning. Mm. Um, but I still I still help. I'm not just like, oh, oh yeah, no. do everything, but, like, but you know, generally... Again, like... Um, that's something that can be agreed on. Like, like mm. it doesn't have to be a, a complete even split between everyone in the household. If there's someone that particularly enjoys cooking and someone that particularly enjoys cleaning, then, it, like, if everyone agrees with it, there's no reason that person can't clean more than the person that wants like, to cook, right? Like, if everyone's home, cool with it, like, that's it, it's fine. At home, I'd get annoyed because for a while, like, uh, I can't remember when. It wasn't too long ago. It was before February, I think. Uh, I would be the main cooker. But I would also be expected to clean up all the time. And it's like I'm cooking for like three, sometimes four people every day. And then I'm also expected to clean up after everyone every day. I'm just like, this isn't for just because I'm the only one that isn't leaving the house doesn't mean I'm like, I should have to clean up after like yeah. everyone. Mm-hmm. So I was very, like, very strict with cleaning up after myself and only making food for myself. To prove of like how much fucking mess they made, and then they're like, "Yeah, sorry, like we will try and improve." Although, mum has like, uh, spraxy or something or asparagus. She's got like stuff that's like you just really shit cleaning up or like sting on top of it. Mm-hmm. Whereas mine is more like sometimes I'll be very on top of it and sometimes I'll be very slow. It kind of depends on how everyone else in the house is. I feel like now that I think about it, the one thing I would look in, if I was to move into a house with my friends, the one thing I'd like to look for is two toilets. Yeah, that's on the requirements list already. Um, as I, I don't, I don't think I, I haven't got it magically checked, but I'm pretty sure I have some sort of IBS, maybe minor IBS. And I know one of these people might have it as well, or does. So I feel like two toilets is necessary, uh, especially. Oh, yeah. Nice, yeah. Um, <laughs> just share one. 
depend, depend, depending on the size of the house as well and the amount of people that would be in it, two toilets are just like kind of expected. Oh, I have two yeah. toilets, but they're next to each other. Yeah, I tell you what. Uncomfortable. Five toilets. And they're like cubicles. Do you just have a? a yeah, like, no, a like literally, one is a cubicle like this. Like it's literally about this big, about the size of yeah. my frame actually. Um, and it's next door to my main bathroom, which is bigger than my kitchen, about the same size as my kitchen. Um, but like the wall is so small, you can hear everything through that. I avoid using it no matter what. I'm like, I need to go to the toilet. Who's in the toilet? And they're like, just use the small one. I'm like, I'm not going to. I'll just wait. <laughs> the uh, the place we had my 18th, the boys' toilets was like, uh, there's a leakage in it halfway through the night. And everyone was like, all, we're all like, oh, we don't want to use that. Can we use the girls? And all the girls were like completely fine with it. Everyone at the party was like, that's fine. It's okay. But all of us were pretty much just like, it's like whatever we need to pee. So like, go up to one of the girls like, can, 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 you, can you escort us please? We feel awkward. Oh my God. Because <laughs> it was like, despite everyone being okay with it and everyone understanding it, it was still like, I feel awkward going mm -hmm. in on it. <laughs> yeah. I... It was pretty funny though. Never had to do that. Never. I've, the only time I've, the closest I've been to being in a girls' toilet was in primary school, getting pushed into it. Because for context, the year two classroom. Okay, so my primary school was very small. It only had three classrooms. Um, year one, not with the reception, or which we called them pebbles. Year one, year two. Then there was year three, year four, then year five, and year six. Um, two years with share one classroom. Uh. But into the year three and four classroom, you would have to line up uh, where there was two toilets. Um, and it got to the point like where we started trying to push each other into the girls' toilets, um, which was great fun. Uh, I also remember in an assembly in primary school, we, used, we, we recently... <laughs> I'm not going to say what I technically, technically happened to me because it's not the best time for it right now. Um, but... We had a new like um like play adventure bit built up. Um and it had uh to give it grip on the fake grass, they had rubber tire, like chewed up rubber tire. Yeah. Um I hate that stuff. And what I didn't realise is it, it basically just starts like giving you it basically starts rubbing onto your hands or whatever touches you. Like just <laughs> slightly like it start, it starts making your hands like black or whatever. Um and I didn't realise that that went onto my face. The drawing of a, a school assembly, the head teacher looked at me and went, Charlie, what have you got on your face? I turned around to look at people because I'm like, what's going on? And everybody started laughing at me. And I had got black all over my face. And I just, I just teared up like hell. I started <laughs> crying. And one of my teachers was like, come on, Charlie, I'll take you to the disabled toilet and we'll clean you up. <laughs> <laughs> Um, she just understood you so well. Yes. <laughs> no, it was a female teacher, so she couldn't take me into the male toilet. Right. Um. But that was that was fun. I mean, sure. Yeah, I don't think a female teacher is going to take me into a male toilet. I can't remember which toilet I went because when I pissed myself in preschool, there was a female uh, TA that helped me, and I can't remember which toilet we went into. Mm -hmm. But. uh you know, yeah, no, it's, it's interesting for me because I don't think I like. I'm not sure how everyone would feel about this, and, and this kind of topic's come up because of J.K. cunt Rowling and all the shit that she's been 
controversial for. Did you used to use um, your wand to, to, to clean up your shit? But, like, I, I just kind of don't care who's in the same toilet as me, to be entirely mm. honest. Like, I, I, would, I would feel no discomfort being in a toilet with whatever, you know, people that are on the binary, people that aren't. I just don't care. It, it doesn't bother me. Now, I re- obviously respect that that's being in a position of privilege that there, there's a lot less sexual assault towards, you know, me. So I'm less likely to feel uncomfortable being around other people. I've but had... at the same time, like, I, you know, it's it, it would be interesting to know, like, if it is potential in, like, a future world that we could get to a point where people just didn't mind, if that makes sense. Um, oh, what, like, uh, there's a film that does that. Fuck, I can't remember. Enough, you know? There's a film about that. Of course there is. Yeah, there's, there's, a, there's, a, there's, a, there's a space film where there's a famous scene of all all the men, are ha- like all the main characters all having a shower and then there's just females walking past completely nude having their showers too. Like a gender, a really it's like a gender neutral world. It's um, really funny sort of always sunny about the toilet bait thing. The toilet, toilet debate. Okay. And in the end it's just one, to- one bathroom is for shitting and one bathroom is for pissing. <laughs> Because it, you know, at the end of the day, like, I w- I wouldn't care who else is in the toilet if I'm just going pee, but if I'm taking a, a dump, I don't really want to have like anyone there. <laughs> oh, I'm gonna sound. I'm not even. I, I'm not getting this out because I'm gonna sound awful just because I don't remember the term. Um, I'm not gonna go into that conversation. Uh, but it was two funny points I wanted to say. Save them for when I find out what the term is, to, so I don't offend anybody. Um. <laughs> It's uh, the thing is, I'm pretty sure I know what it is, but I don't know if it's still a, uh, the right term to use. I'm pretty sure it is. Just do it. So I knew. Okay, so I've known two people in my life. Alfie's going to correct me on this, by the way. Wow. So two can you, people. Yeah. <laughs> amazing. Um, but there's three here. Would the would the term be so? They're both girls transform into boys. Would they just be transforming? <laughs> <laughs> okay, yeah, I know I'll get the term wrong. <laughs> Fuck off. <laughs> uh, so, so you have your sex assigned at birth, Charles, which is the biological. Okay, sex I know this is generally is... associated with your sex based on your genitalia. What's the term I want to use? Because I want to make the funny jokes. Um, so, for example, I have a penis. That means I was assigned the sex male at birth. Um, some people don't feel comfortable with that and transition. Transition, there we go. Yeah, yeah transition. So, um, <laughs> I've known two people transitioning. Other or other places. Some people don't consider themselves trans if they've gone from a, a binary you know, sex to, a, to somewhere that isn't binary. Some people do. It's down to each person, pretty much. Yeah, transitioning. Transitioning. Transforming. M- MTF <laughs> and FTM is the, the common. Okay. The male to female, female to male, for the people I... that are going between the two binaries. I've known two people who are transitioning. One of them I'm still good friends with. The other one I don't see or speak to because I hate them. Um, <laughs> wow. But I've got <laughs> two... Weird way to word them. I know. I know. <laughs> but one of them... I, the thing is... So one of them uh, was when I was at my old job. Um, I was... I just clocked in, went to the uh, changing rooms to get changed into my uniform. And they were there. And I didn't know this at the time that they were transitioning. So they ended up getting changed, and I was like, the fuck did you just show me? Because she was on about her, um, what do you call it? They, it's, I can't remember it because I know a few people who have them as well. It's, it's like a really tight bra, basically. 
Torch binder. Uh, there you go. Um, binder. Find it. Basically, yeah. compress your chest. Yeah, they're, they're, they had their binder on them. Who invented those? God damn it! They normally, yeah, they normally can't be worn for, for a long time. No, they were oh, talking good. about it because they are very uncomfortable and Hell yeah. especially some people, it, like it, you, genuinely just can't um, wear them. Obviously, obviously, every individual person does a, a transition on what they're comfortable with and yeah. on their terms. Normally, uh, people that have binders uh, using them sort of. Tem well, I want to say temporarily because it's completely respectful and reasonable to use one your whole life. But a lot of people often get top surgery, which is where you have your breasts removed mm -hmm. and you end up with a flat chest. But yeah, they were wearing a binder, and I didn't know they were transitioning at the time. So I was like, "What did I just see?" Uh, th that was the only time I've ever been surprised by that. Like, the fuck? Um, obviously, respect to them, they didn't give two shits. They didn't pay attention to it or anything. They just spoke to me about it. It was like, okay, now I understand. Um, did really confuse me though. The reason I hate that person is because they. I liked a girl at work. They ended up taking her and then making jokes to me about that and all that. And then they're like, "Oh, they don't like being with girls." And then, fuck off. Um, <laughs> the other one I'm still good friends with. This is a really bad story, actually. Do I tell it? I yeah. mean, the other one was pretty I mean, awfully I mean, worded in parts. You... I mean, yeah. Uh, okay, I do want to say I don't really... mean any offense. <laughs> I love everybody. Oh, do what Jesus. you wish. Do what you do because honestly, I love everybody. Oh, damage um, control. Well, I'm at the ready. Go ahead. I know. <laughs> <laughs> but like, okay, oh, this is going to sound awful. Then. When I went in, the first time I went into my new media class, there was a um, we were you know introducing everybody um, and getting to know each other, and. I remember looking over to this person and thinking, oh, this was before I was with my girlfriend, by the way. And I was just looking at them, and I was saying, oh, they're really cute. Oh, I wonder who they are, and um, I wonder if I could become friends with them, and all that. And I was like, they're really cute. I wonder what her name is. And then everybody started talking to her, and then I was talking to my friends, and they're like, oh, so he's really good. And it's like, oh, they were saying their name, which is a male name. I was like, fuck, am I gay? <laughs> <laughs> I also want to point out by the way that I love this person and I love she's with someone at the moment um but I, I'm almost certain her friend her boyfriend convinced her to not to stop transforming because he didn't like the fact that <laughs> fucking robot cars that become people. <laughs> Just, oh my god! <laughs> no, uh, it's because she was thinking of going through like everything, like the full surgery and all that. Um, that's why I thought about that. I mean, but... I mean, I, I would say that anybody that's in a relationship with someone where that other person has. Has, has made a personal decision for you is is a very toxic relationship. Oh, yeah, I don't know. But I'm not necessarily. How much you know, I don't it? want to invalidate this person if they thought that they wanted surgery and then decided that actually no, they're they're not comfortable with that because that's a completely reasonable thing. It's, it's yeah. not an easy thing to figure out. But at the same time, if that was a decision that they were pressured into or went against their own will because of someone else, I mean that person's a cunt. Yeah, no, I I don't know how much. Uh... They did actually, but that's like from what I know. Um, I know she wanted to go full transform and. Oh, I'm gonna. I'm just gonna stop talking about it. But I know she wanted to do the full thing, um, but ended up not doing it. I don't know if it was because of her. I heard rumors. I, I don't know if it was because of him, but I heard rumors. They're both lovely people. I'm really good friends with both of them. 
just that the, the guy is a, like your typical manly man who loves his cars yeah. and uh thinks there's only two genders he used to come he he used to come into college because he used to make fun of this whole thing he used to come into college saying that he's like he's like national like uh, national neutral so he would come in every now and then saying i'm german i'm italy i'm italian (laughs) i'm fucking i'm belgium i'm belgium god damn it i'm american today i am belgium belgium (laughs) itself so you know if he's a manly man his partner, mm-hmm. what are they going from to? Female to male. Okay, yeah, no. I can see why he'd want to stop it then. Yeah, yeah. Because I thought you meant the other way around, and I was like, wait, wouldn't he... No, he's like the straight... Because a manly man, man, wouldn't he not want the uh, the thing? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I mean, I definitely think that there is a complicated disparity between sexuality in the sense of um, you know homosexuality attracted to the same um, sex strictly speaking right that definition has pretty much moved on to the same gender now among yeah. the LGBT group people don't really consider it about sex you know if I am identifying as male and my partner is identifying as male that's a homosexual relationship as far as most people are concerned regardless mm. of what genitalia is involved on either end at the same time the reality of it is that people are attracted to physical appearance and genitalia and okay. personality <laughs> and and it becomes complicated because someone could like you know a masculine appearance appearance but not be attracted sexually to penises some people would be happy to compromise on that some people wouldn't be and the whole situation in terms of attraction is is really complicated um and it's something that i i definitely think our current labels which if i have my way i i i, I kind of i don't personally feel the necessity for labels i have no issue with just you know being sex attracted to what um sex attracted to and other people doing that and i whatever just fuck what you want i don't care you know as long as it's not a kid or an animal mm. whatever like there's a lot more on that list we want to add by the oh, way okay. we're not I, gonna you know what, if someone I feel like those are the a... two main ones though. yeah like, like if someone wants to sit their cock in the fuel pipe of a car or something because that is a thing some people do i frankly don't care like whatever like it doesn't affect me do it i just i don't care anyway the point is like i definitely think our current labels because obviously some people do feel a, a strong identity to a label and that's completely understandable and respectable mm. i do think that our current labels do a bad job of facilitating the needs of of the complexities of human attraction and gender. Uh, yeah, I, uh, it, it is more complicated than than our current system features, really. I I like labels because it makes things easier, but I do think the current labels are pretty shit. Yeah, because it's just the it's all expanded so much. Like I feel like homo and hetero work, but what comes after doesn't anymore. Because yes. of like homo is like same hetero is opposite. So like oh I'm homo. General, it's a very uh, binary set of words, isn't it? You are you yeah. are with the same or the opposite, and that's not the reality of how uh, gender identity works now. Like that's just not how we understand it. So that those words don't really match, and everyone has their own different interpretations of what they mean as well, and it becomes very complicated. I, feel, I definitely I feel like... push that people should be more comfortable with identifying a difference between their romantic attraction, their platonic attraction, and their sexual attraction. Right, so I feel, I feel like in those that you can be sexually attracted to a body type, you know, a, a masculine body, a feminine body, for lack of better words. You can be attracted to penises, vaginas, whatever. It doesn't matter. Like, it, it's way more complicated than just like 
the same as yours, the opposite of yours. Yeah. I feel like those things help though, because not like the majority of people are like cis. So like, yeah. if if you just like if you're if you just like you know a guy that comes across another guy and you're both just cis guys but you're gay, it's, it's a lot easier to just be like, oh, I just like dudes rather than like, oh, I like this, 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 this. Whereas if you come across someone who is, you know, uh, transitioning or what, you know, whatever thing they fit into, that's when you want the the better words for it because it's like, oh, I'm gay, but I don't no, support. Yeah, I think more more better labels and and more like openness to just discussing like your attractions and such because heterosexual and homosexual work but they are like i think like, with the with the gender thing there's more genders than male and female so there needs to be more words yeah. for them and the thing is i mean it gets complicated because like say you are you know born male identified as male anyway um, and you are completely comfortable in that. You're happy. You're a cis man. You know. You're like, yep, that's me. I feel comfortable in that. And you, um, you know, find someone that you think is attractive, and are looking at, you know, maybe starting a relationship with mm -hmm. them. And then you discover that this person who, you know, has a rather stereotypically male appearance, happens to have a vagina. They identify as male, um, but you know, they happen to have a vagina. Is it transphobic to then say you're not comfortable to be in that relationship? Some people would say that it is, and that your problem there is with that person being trans and you're not respecting their identity as a male. And other people would say, well, no, because they have a vagina and that's a reasonable thing to not be attracted to or I to mean, be yeah. attracted to. I'm definitely on the second when one. When it's down to like not being like detrimental or derogatory to someone, when it's purely down to attraction, yeah. then no, it's I like, don't oh, think it would be transphobic. I've, yeah, it's like, oh... I'm sorry, I didn't realise this was the case. I'm no longer just in a sexual relationship. Yeah. If you were then like, oh, that's gross, that's not okay, fuck you, that's transfer. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's just, just, yeah. Ugh, yeah, that's, that's just toxic behaviour. But it's, it's interesting, because there are people that disagree on that, and mm. you know, for, for me, what it comes down to most is, you, you know, you can respect that that person exists, you know, I respect that trans people exist, and I mean, some people would consider me trans in, in the sense that, you know, I was assigned male at birth, I identify now as non-binary, right? Mm -hmm. I am even considering changing my appearance a decent amount, which would mean that I wouldn't look like the stereotypical male that I was assigned at birth entirely, also not like a stereotypical female, because I don't agree or associate myself with either binary, I, I don't feel comfortable in either of them. So it's sort of like, well, you know, where am I? Am I trans at that point? And some people would say mm -hmm. yes, some people would say no. It, it, it's a, Really, it's an opinion-based thing. Um, yeah. But, yeah, it's like, I don't know. It's. I don't think we should penalize people. I think we should just accept that people are sexually attracted to a physical aspect of humans, right? Yeah. Like it's not a justified. It is, it is to part do, of it, right? Because of the mental implications on children. But people that are pedophiles and attracted to kids aren't doing that. I mean, I'm sure there's a percentage of people that are doing that for the abuse side of things. But you know, people that have a genuine sexual attraction to kids have that because they have a mental sexual attraction to kids, mm. right? That's just a thing. That's a, the reality of it. You can't deny that. It's not okay. And to do anything like that or to groom kids is, is wrong, not just because of the action. It's, it's, it's not about the attraction itself. It's about that the kids don't understand and can't consent, and it's abusive, right? That's um, where unless, of course, is. you're in the Catholic Church, and then it's, you know... Unless you're in the Catholic Church. <laughs> <laughs> That's only fair. Uh, so it's like, 
you know, you've got to recognize that like there is a physical attraction to human sexuality, and yeah. I think it's, it's a bit, it's a big part to respect people's uncomfortableness with different things, and just in general, be more accepting of of everyone's identity and attractions, and just you know, I think it's be more chill about it. Attraction is like physical and mental. Yes, and but then. And you have platonic, think, romantic, and sexual attraction, and all of those can have mental and physical aspects to them. I think one of the worries about like the whole thing is what happens when it goes too far, and we start labeling emotional, like, oh, I'm emotionally attracted to word, you know. That's but then a really awful it program. Needs to be... Sorry, it's a really awful program to be attracted to. <laughs> like a. Uh... Like, there needs to be enough help and support and the correct things to say. But then we also can't take it too far where it becomes what it is now, which is kind of limiting. Mm. I feel like I didn't word that quite right, but like, we need to find the right middle ground of words to say because, as well, I feel like, say, 100 years down the line, it's going to be a lot less complicated because most people by then will just get it. Mm. I think now we're in a time where mo- most of the people like in charge of everything are older people who don't get it. Yeah, and that's I mean, where a lot of these problems come in. Again, like as I was saying earlier, I completely respect anyone's identity, you know, personal identity to labels and feeling that, that you know they feel more mm. comfortable having a group to associate themselves with and people that they can look for in that group to speak to about how they feel about themselves and and that side of it. And then people on the opposite side of the spectrum that for whatever mental reason might struggle to understand the the world around them without being able to categorize things. That's mm. something that a lot of people on the spectrum will feel, and that's completely respectable too. Yeah. So I'm, I'm definitely one of, I, I like I like to be able to label things yeah. because it makes it easier to understand to me. It's but like, at the same time, me, I can completely understand and respect why people wouldn't. You know, I I just I don't care about anyone else's labels. Mm. You know. Um, like, if, like if I'm speaking to a new person, the only thing that matters to me is what pronouns do you want me to use? Because as long as you know, I can happy to use whatever pronouns. As long as you know, I'm doing that, I just frankly don't care what their gender expression and identity is. Right? It doesn't bother me as long as I know what pronouns to use, so I'm not offending them. You know, I'm not bothered if they identify as female, as male, as non-binary, as non-conforming, as gender fluid, as a demi guy, whatever. It, it's it's just not remotely a problem. You know, as long as I think it's not offended, I just don't care. Like, not to sound like I don't want it to come across as intolerant, but I think most of the time it doesn't actually matter unless it's in a situation of like romantic entanglement. That's when it need like that, or not needs to, but that's when it's like kind of important. Other t- like I can be talking to someone, I don't need to know or care what they are. All I need to know is are they a piece of shit or not. Like. I can see where you're coming from. Yeah. But, yeah, no, I don't know. It's... Like, if you need just pressing someone I'm going to get involved with, then I kind of want to know more about them. But, like, talking to you guys, I don't need to don't need to know what you are as long as, like... As long as, like, if I said anything that if upset respect... anyone or offensed them, I'd, you know, make effort to change it. But generally, like... Doesn't it's because it's not going to change the way I think about them, so it's not information that's necessary to me. 
Yeah, that's fair. Again, if you respect, like, if they want you to say certain stuff. But like, if they're specific, of like, oh, can you, like, if they said to me, can you say this? I'm like, oh, yeah, sure. That's your I mean, yeah, prerogative. But generally, yeah, like, uh. It's also important that we respect that the most important thing anyone can do to help improve the world and make the world a better place is to educate. And there's no point if someone, you know, completely unaware misgenders someone or makes someone uncomfortable to just then completely cut that person off or have a go at them. You know, if Are we going to count tips with this? Person and correct them and then they say, no, fuck you, I'm not going to do that. Then you're an asshole, obviously. But, you know, if they're unaware of someone's pronouns and they use the wrong pronouns and you correct them and they adhere to that, it, it, mm. it needs to be considered perfectly culturally acceptable to just go, oh, yeah, sorry, I was wrong. I'll, I'll, you know, I'll fix that mistake from yeah. here on. Uh, that's completely normal. We can uh, add kids to that because a kid called me a girl once. <laughs> no, actually, no, sorry, let me correct that. A kid at work said, Mummy, does that girl know he's a boy? Because <laughs> I had really long hair at the time. Um, I used to have really long, like, blonde hair, and I was wearing a sling for the fun of it when I was really young. I got my hair cut the shop, a week This later. old lady walked past us and was like, oh, your daughter's broken her arm. <laughs> I, just, I was just like, what? I'm not a girl. That, What's going on? I got really you, confused. You're saying that. At Christmas, um, my supervisor came over because I needed help with something, and uh, the customer, was, there was uh, two ladies at the old model servant, and she just said to the customer, uh, one of the customers who was this short lovely lady um oh you're gonna you're gonna enjoy the reindeer outside she's like oh that's way past my age and she's like how old are you i'm like oh i'm i'm 19 oh okay and then she just walked away that's fucking perfect age she probably thought she was about 12 she's really offended that you don't like the reindeers honestly i've had some great stuff happen at work i miss that place sometimes I had my friend say something back to a customer, and he was just really, mind the words, but he was a really chavvy guy. Like, he thought he was harder than he actually was. Um, and he walked around like this everywhere, like he was in fucking an old show. Um, <laughs> and he was like, uh, his his girlfriend said something, and my, my friend just went, I'm sorry about that. At which point he turned around and just went, What you say, mate? What you say? You want to fight me? You want to fucking fight me? Well, come out here then. I'll fucking kill you. That was the funniest one I've ever witnessed. <laughs> I love it when people do that. It's great fun. One time I was in Mackey's, just like getting my order, and I'm just gonna, like, for like less than a second, I just crossed eyes with someone and then mm -hmm. looked away. And then, uh, like, I knew her cousin from school, and he was like, Wait. Not like he was like very scrawny but really chavvy like kid, and he comes up to me. He's like, "You are not my cousin, or so you want to fucking." And I was just like, I was like, no, what are you talking? No, like I just I was looking around because I'm waiting for my food. Like you know, what you should say when someone says that, just say, "Just fuck me now." <laughs> they'll just stop talking to you. Well, I think he was like, he. I think he was one of those uh, closeted people. Okay. He did. He did eventually. Like a couple of years later, he was like very openly like gay and stuff. But at that point, he was one of those like chavvy kids who thinks it's bad to be gay, and so all like, despite everyone's like, you like, we could tell, and it's fine. But he's like, no, I'm not. No, I'm not really defensive. Like, okay, mate. He was one of those. So if uh, if I said anything like that, he would fucking knock me out. Yeah, those people were. They're great. So okay. my. Uh, too many of them. 
So one of my mates in college was always really uncomfortable with like any of us touching him because he was he wasn't like an asshole, but he was one of those people that's like brought up that liking blokes is bad, but he was like conflicted, haven't like haven't thought about it and stuff. Mm. So he was always very uncomfortable with us touching him, and eventually he came out. And now he's fine with it, but it was very like as someone who's very comfortable with what I am, I was really confused as to why he wouldn't like. Like, mate, like, tap on the shoulder, give him a hug, like, what's wrong with that? Yeah. No, that's fair. Yeah. Well, we're coming up to the two-hour mark, so I think we should start wrapping up a bit. Has anybody got anything else you'd like to uh, finish off the podcast with? Or uh, uh, are we really <laughs> exhausted what we've spoken I mean, about? Yeah, I, I, I think no particular topic that I, I need to go into. That's fair. I had a few things I wanted to talk about that I haven't like had the chance since last time I was on, but most of them will probably take up Two hours. a while. <laughs> yeah, we'll probably maybe like an hour of talking. Um, I just wanted to try and get it around the channel. Games I played, but uh, just for YouTube. So I would I'd write them down well, and we'll talk about them next I'd week. Like, so. I'd like a, I'd like to give a shout out to McChrystals, the original and genuine McChrystals. I won't say the word, but very good product, much improved. Okay. Very cheap, very cheap. Well, love it. Yeah, keep what you wanted to talk about, and we'll talk about it next time you're on. Maybe next week. I just wanted to give oh. that a quick shout out, and uh, yeah, if I come on next week, I'll talk about the things, the other things. Nice. Yeah, no, Video definitely. Games and such. Keep them written, because uh, I've got all the oh. memory, so. I was gonna talk shit about Asda, but it's it, oh, the rant would damn, be too long. Yeah. Fuck, I forgot about that. Anyway, we'll talk about it next week if we remember. Um, do you two want to promote anything since you promoted um, something? Yeah, I I just would like to um, promote the hit video game Dwarf Fortress. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, no, I don't know, I don't know. Donate to BLM causes research BLM. Mm-hmm. Um, is that game bundle still up? Um, no, the itch.io bundle ended, uh, I think, now. Yeah, I remember no, it was a week last week. Humble have got a bundle up for it. Oh, Humble oh, Bundle's nice. got one up now, haven't they? Yes. Uh, Let's check this one out, actually. I'll, I'll grab a link for that in a minute. Yeah, I haven't seen the bundle. The bundle finished at 8,200k round Oh, that's fucking insane. Um, which is, yeah, insane. I mean, it's, it's credit. I love itch anyway. Itch are a great platform, and it's, it's really cool to see the community come together like that. Yeah. Fight for racial uh, justice. Let's look at this bundle. I don't know if you guys could hear the cat then, he was really fucking loud. Vaguely. Oh, there's some good game. Oh, Jackbox bundle, and how much is it? £25. No, £20. My proxy hates. How much so? How's this working then? Is it is it um just like a normal handle bundle? Yes, yes. yeah, I believe okay. so. Um, but there's a lot of All of the money goes to charity then. As opposed to like most or some of it or wherever oh, you okay. say. Okay. It's a Titan anthology. <laughs> oh yeah, it's a good. Elite <laughs> Dangerous. Oh, there's some really good stuff in here. <laughs> oh, our favorite game for for Tigger. Oh, I can't say that word. For for Tigger. For, for, oh, for fuck's sake. For Grand t- finale. For Tigger. For Golf. There you guys want to stick with. <laughs> Um, that's really good. And There's Overgrowth. Some as well, actually. There's some really good games. Interested in, in reading and some novels, novels. FTL, Bioshock Remastered. This is a tempting offer if it wasn't so expensive. <laughs> I don't have any money, just to uh, give context. Oh shit, it's not Baba, is you? 
Bobby. Oh, yeah, I won't. Bobby. I'd love to get this. Oh, you get one month free of Humble Choice for if you if you've not subscribed to it already. Mm. Oh, is that really? a thing they do on all bundles? That's probably a thing they do on all bundles, isn't it? But I didn't way, that's think cool. so. Okay, yeah, cool. It's not. There's a pretty shit one this year, this month. Let me have a look at one of their under bundles. Uh, I presume that's like you can. Did you get one one month free for new survivor subscribers of Humble Choice? So I presume it does just like force you into it now, but. I hope not, because if you can save it for well, a decent think, yeah, one... Yeah, the other ones are like 10% off first month. Yeah. Versus... Yeah, but what we're saying is, does it put it straight into the one that's currently going on now? Or do you get it as like, you can keep it, and then when there's a good one, so you can go for that? It'd probably uh, be the... Legal Defense Fund, Race Forward, and the Bail Project, yeah. No Time to Explain? Oh, that's a great game. Actually, Barotrauma looks good. But that's probably one of the only games this month that looks good. Oh, I want to play some Fatigue Race. Fatigue. That golf game. Someone donated 20,000 to this bundle. Sorry, I just. Ooh. Who was that? Man. Jeff. That <laughs> <laughs> already tickled you, didn't it? It's just Jeff 20k. What a lad. Is that oh. Jeff Bessos? <laughs> he just Jeff's wants to play watching. some games. Uh, Uber Straightest Strategist? Wow. Actually, no. There is a couple of decent games in the month in the choice this month. So. Professor Fart donated one hundred and thirty. Oh. What a lad! What did you yeah, delete? Honestly, what you deleted. Um, but yeah, like no, so I don't want to have anything specific to to uh, shout out. Just just be aware mm. of the other events that are going yeah. on in the world and, and try to do what you can. Wash your hands. Yeah, wash your hands. And wash your hands. Yeah, like please, please be aware. Like UK shops are reopening. Uh, American shops are, are sort of already reopening. Um, the UK has the highest hoped. highest death rate in in terms of excess date uh, deaths in the world that we have. Awful. Other countries like Australia are only reopening after having under twenty cases um, in days. Uh, we reopened having over four thousand cases in one day. Mm. Um, it's, great. And it has we, since doubled like, in some areas. Please be aware there is a pandemic still happening. Just because things are reopening, mm. the pandemic is not over. Please wear a mask. Please wash your hands. Please keep safe. Yes. Stay inside. Stay in um, school. I just want to say, by the way, BLM donated twice £175 on this. Good for them. Good for them. Anyway, yeah, thank you very much, everybody, for coming in. Thank you very much, Grenly, for your 20 bits. You're an absolute legend, as always. And Salome, which for those emotes, which didn't get deleted for some reason. Um, anybody else notice that? Which ones? The oh, pogs. The page. Oh, it wasn't enough to get deleted, I think. Oh, weird. Oh, there you go. Um, anyway, yes, thank you very much for your time. I love you all. Thank you for coming here. And as mentioned, this will be uploaded on its own channel very soon, so I'll keep you guys updated when that happens. I will be back streaming. Hopefully tomorrow we are getting back to a normal schedule. I do need to play some more games with you, Delicious, and some more games with you, uh, Agent Link and Kane, actually. We need to find some games we will need to play on stream. I haven't played. I'm lonely. I want to I want to play Valorant at some point. Fucking lonely lads. Just play games with me. I'm sorry, bro. Fix, fix it. Fix it now. Anyway, yeah. Thank you so much, and we'll see you next week. As always, have a good evening, good day, good night, good morning. Did I get all the ones in there? Yes. I think so. And we shall see you in the next game. Tora. 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 Wanted to give us a quick that round of applause. That was weak ass failing. <laughs>